What's up, movie fans and Netflix bingers? This is the Bros Who Binge podcast. My name is Adam Schubert, and I am joined by Lemon Burton for the moment that we've all been waiting for. The Batman is now been seen by both of us. It is just such a great day, Lyndon. Such look, a great day. Look, I gotta start. I gotta start it off, off like champagne. This. I gotta start it off like this. We live in a new world, man. We live in a new age. They think I'm in okay, the shadows. Fly. I run the shadows. Nah, this this audio only. Oh, audio crew, you know what time it is. It's out. It's out. I told y'all. I I have not said a word about comparing this movie on the internet. I've waited for this moment. I Same. told y'all what was gonna happen. I told y'all what time it was. We told y'all this months ago, but we gonna get to it. But man, last week we said this was a a pre-Batman episode. The guy who who was talking back then didn't know what he was in store for. I didn't know. I thought it was gonna be good, but I didn't know it was gonna be this damn good. Like this is, this is, (laughs) I'm gonna talk blasphemous when we review it. Don't worry, but like, (laughs) Look, so, I, all so, my takes of all my takes of this will be the best comic book movie for the past five years and the next five years. That take looking fucking great right now. <laughs> it's you know it's definitely in discussion. It's in discussion for more than that. It's like I'm gonna talk blasphemous a little later. Now, like, it it also depends on if the sequel of this comes within the next five years because yeah, that could be we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. Look, I took notes. Like I told, I told my girlfriend. My girlfriend was like, "You clowning? Why'd you take so much notes?" I was like, "Look, in case anyone can't tell, we liked it." The people, the people don't realize. <laughs> like they, they've been waiting for this for two years. If I didn't come on this show and give them a great review, whether bad or good, they would be upset. I got comprehensive notes. Y'all not gonna see the video, but I'm, I'm gonna put the Batman review on YouTube. But like, look, brother. <laughs> I wrote, oh wow! Well, good because. I can't remember everything from the three-hour movie, but I, I did listen I, I to you. one podcast to kind of like try and remember bits and pieces of like, oh yeah, I do remember this, and you know some of that early on stuff that like I really grabbed you. And you're like, oh whoa, yeah. Don't but worry. We will we'll talk about. It. We got some news we got to get through. You know, the one thing I'll hey, say hey, about some great that, fucking news because like yeah, y- great. Look, my I, my my most anticipated. If y'all remember that episode, my most anticipated looking fucking gorgeous right now. <laughs> we looking good baby we are looking good yeah. shout out to Lil Reg I saw it with him that chump ass told me before the movie started I'm calling him a chump ass because he know why he said oh the Batman can't win no Oscars huh. his tune he- changed after the movie <laughs> yeah well, we'll see I mean it's definitely behind the camera stuff is definitely going to be getting some nods we gotta, we gotta do behind and in front who are we talking about what, what are we what? talking about? If we give it, it, it we'll get to it. We'll, All I'm we'll, we'll is, get to it. If we're giving about, something to Keith Ledger, like who you're talking about supporting? I'm, like, who's about, the, I'm, I'm talking about Rob. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about Rob. What Rob did with his fucking eyes, just his eyes. We gonna get to it, man. We'll get to it. Chill. Just his eyes. Like Rob, Rob, Rob got people out here saying, "Oh, I'm glad Batman don't have the white eyes." What? <laughs> That's how good Rob's eyes were? Like crazy. But we're gonna get to it. We'll get to it. Cause I I haven't talked like I wanted to. People have been like, man, you're being kind of quiet, like you're talking a little bit, but 
You didn't like it? Nah, I was waiting for this. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things where like I, I've had one of some people's like, I think if the matches, but oh, I'm like, wait, I can't just. I said a little bit, like I said a little bit on it, not, but now it's time for me to talk my shit. Marvel fans, how y'all doing? <laughs> All right. Well, uh, yeah. So the one thing I will say before we get into it is that I did do my viewing at like a D box theater, which has like the motion chairs. And you know, the motion chairs are cool. You feel every punch, every shot. So obviously. I'm still mentioning this up front because I'm not going to mention it in the movie because it goes uh, factored into the experience, especially for like, you know, big action moments. Uh, but the one thing about it is that it shook me up so bad that <laughs> I had to pee twice. Hey, you want to know something crazy? Both times I saw it, I did not go pee. Well, you weren't going to shook straight. it. Three hours straight. Oh, yeah, no, no. But I, I saw it in IMAX. That was cool. But yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that. But that's crazy. I didn't know that existed. When you told me that, I was like, Neither did I. interesting. I was just like looking into the theaters to see what time matched up best with what I had going on. And I saw this one that was in closer. It was actually across the street from my high school, but it wasn't there when I was in high school. Mm. And I was like, oh, well, you know, I could go out there and check this out this new theater. Um, just, you know, to see if it's one to put on the rotation. Mm -hmm. It had food too. And I was like, oh, okay. So obviously this is probably gonna have some recliner seats. And it does, which is the only theater in the town that does, which, you know, might be why I'm going to go there more often. But it also has the D-Box, where you, that's what I said, the D-Box motion seats. And I'm like, well, I got to try the motion seat for the Batman. Mm -hmm. And so I did. And, you know, it was cool, but uh, it's probably the last time. <laughs> I was so mad. I was like, oh, my gosh, like, there's no way I want to miss any part of the detective story. And I'm yeah. lucky I, I don't think I missed any part because, like, I was like, okay. If it's daytime, if it's daytime, it's pretty safe to assume that I can probably go. Okay, so wait, wait we'll talk about it because like there's times where you could have went. I, I can tell you when it happened. Oh, I yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah. when it happened. Because when he, he when he was paying into a lot of that bat and cat shit when he was up there and he was just kissing, he was just kissing for like five minutes. That's it. You could have went during then. Or but I think I think he told me another time. But we're gonna we're gonna get, nah, into, nah. We're we're gonna get into, into all of that when we're going through it. Cause you might say something that I might be like, oh, I don't remember that. Mm. Yeah. All right, okay. but yeah, so um, we're just gonna keep talking about it until yeah, we gotta we just get there, so let's, yeah, let's might as well just, just get in. into it because there is something um, I'm excited about in the story. Well, it's like you know, I, I think like the first thing we should talk about is something we are excited about because it really wasn't like a good headline story, in my opinion, mm, okay. uh, within like the comic book or Star Wars world. So let's just talk about Bullet Train. Yeah, we can I start mean, off great, bro. I Fuck mean, that was great. a tremendous trailer. The first time I ever saw it was, I didn't see it when it came out. I saw it in the big screen first time. And oh, I was like, oh, see, I, I was trying like, to wait. Oh, this is a movie. I saw it like, on the internet. That shit was great. Like, we're, we're about to have like a real, real action movie coming out. Like, like yeah, that, that looks cool. That feels Tarantino S, John Woo S, like a really good action movie. Like, I, I'll even say maybe like uh, David Lynch, dude who did Deadpool 2. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. like he, he dudes, yeah. dudes trying to do get into shit. So like, I'm digging it. This is one of those big, uh, this is one of those one of the big crew movies we talked about. Like when we now, talked last year when we were talking, it was like, don't look up this, and then the other David O. Russell with like De Niro, Bale, um, fucking J John David Washington. 
This is the other big cast movie. This is Brad Pitt's. And Brad Pitt is heavily involved. Like, David Lynch directed, but Brad Pitt is like, this is his baby. Yeah, and it obviously seems like it's going to be very centered around him and his character. Um, you know, the, put, the one negative I'll say is that when you, when I now remember that it is the Deadpool 2 director, I'm like, oh, I could see that. Because there are scenes where it looks like Great act. Well, oh, you're talking about like uh, where like the like visually filmmaking wise, I'm like, uh, that doesn't look Oscar to me. But so, this could be his breakout. I, I think it could be a breakout, but I think like what's really gonna carry this is you know Brad Pitt, oh, Taylor the acting, yeah, paper boy. Yeah, you know, they're gonna really kill this and do something really cool. And I like that the setting is all gonna be on the bullet train. It reminds Japan, me love it. Reminds me of Black and, Rain. <laughs> Well, no, it does not remind me of Black Rain. It's going to be way better than Black Rain. It, it reminds me of like uh, if the murder of the Orient Ex- Express actually. So you look compared to some murder. You look compared to the Orient Express. I'm saying like, I'm talking aesthetically like, Black Rain. It's all, all on the train, all happening at once. You know, I think that I mean, there's obviously going to be so much more action, but I think there is going to be like an element of like, oh, what's in the suitcase? You know, oh, yeah, like, probably so. Whoa. Probably so, especially because Brad Pitt's character is already left out in the blue, so he's gonna be wondering, all those other dudes are gonna be knowing, but obviously, we're gonna be following Brad Pitt, and it's, the whole time, we're gonna be like wondering, like, what's in the case? I'm excited to see Andrew Koji and Joey King because it looks like Andrew Koji's an assassin for Joey King. I'm excited yeah. to see my man from Last Samurai who was fighting Hawkeye in the Marvel movies, my favorite Japanese actor. I'm sorry, I don't know his name right now, but y'all know who I'm talking about. Dude was badass talking to Brad Pitt. They got Michael Shannon up in this piece. Aaron Taylor John, like Zazie Beats. Aaron Taylor Johnson playing two roles. Fucking uh, our girl from uh, our girl from the boys. How am I forgetting her name? She's my uh, nah. They're gonna kick me out of the fan club. Hold on, let me get her name because she's a character. Is she on the boys? She's the 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 female. What the Wonder Woman girl? The no, the the girl on the boys, like on the the Aaron Moriarty Starlight. Oh no, you're talking. Oh, you're talking about. Talking about uh, Karen Fukuhara. There we Fukuhara. go. Haven't said her yeah. name in a while, but yeah, she's in that movie. Excited. Looks good. I'm all on board on Bullet Train. Batman, Bullet Train, The Gray Man. I feel like those are the movies this year for us. Yeah. So it's only fitting that those two got uh, to be played together. Bullet but see, Train I knew I knew when Sony was like, yeah, we're waiting for the Batman to drop the trailer. I knew it had to be something popping because they were like, they wanted it to be, to be big scene. And like, I feel like this is a big time movie. Yeah. Um, so moving on from Bullet Train, the, the first story we have, it's kind Just of in the man. comic book world as, as a man. But Alessandro Nivola is set to join Craven the Hunter. Um, he's going to play a villain. That's all that we know. Uh, and Ariana Dubos, who's in the West Side Story, has also been cast as Calypso, the voodoo priestess who was on Off Lover with Craven. We knew the Calypso was going to show up. Look, so that's they should all just, bad, but they should, the just, they should just bring back my man, Andrew Garfield, and let him fight Aaron Taylor Johnson. That's a real fight. And, and Tom Hardy. Yeah, that, that's the real shit. Like, I'd be, I'm more, honestly, if you tell me that's happening, I'm more interested in that than Tom Hardy. Sorry, Tom. Sorry. I agree. Uh, I totally agree. Like the the height that Aaron Gar- the Andrew Garfield is doing now, I haven't really watched it. If I'm being honest, I'm pro- I know I've seen the first one. I've seen I know I liked it. Yeah, I like. I don't the first know if I've seen the second one. Second one's I. Right. Second one has good action, but like it's it's not the best of movies. 
Yeah, that's the one with Jamie Foxx, right? Yeah, that's the Jamie Foxx one. All right. Yeah, I, I don't know if I've seen if, if I could I could not tell you what happens except when Stacy dies. That's all I can. Yeah. Spoilers, sorry. Yeah, hey, it's a like a twelve year old movie by this point. But, um, but yeah, I mean, do you think this guy's gonna be Spider Man? I don't think so. Uh, oh, this guy that's cast in the movie? Yeah. Oh fuck no! <laughs> fuck no! I don't know who yeah, this guy that's, will be. That's like what originally one made me want to put this in the thing is because I see a bunch of people on fuck Twitter talking no. about like, oh yeah, this is gonna be Spider Man. Like, talking about he's gonna be Spider Man. Like, fuck if, no. if, if they're not gonna find someone to cast to be Spider Man in the Venom movies, do you think they're gonna cast a Spider Man for the Craven the Hunter movie that's not fuck already known Spider Man? No. Fuck no. no. And maybe if the guy looked like Aaron, it, maybe may, this is the only way, and this be some ballsy shit. If the guy looks like Andrew Garfield. Maybe they say it's Ben Riley, his clone. May, may does the guy look like Andrew Garfield? No. Fuck no, then. <laughs> he, he looks like the, the pictures that they were comparing him to is like, oh, he looks like uh, the Peter Parker from the Spider Verse, like the, you know, the Jake one Johnson the, one. No, the the blonde Chris, one. Yeah. Man, if y'all don't stop clowning, <laughs> that, that's a horrible theory. <laughs> I'm like, why would they do that? That makes no sense. <laughs> what a trash. This movie's going to be trash. Aaron, bro, pick some better movies, dog. I'm about to get on you like I get on my man, Ryan Gosling. We got to check your yeah. agent next, Aaron T- ATJ. Because yeah. ATJ. Because he was in that Kings movie, but he, did, he didn't even do anything. Really. Bro, ATJ should fucking leave Sony and Marvel alone and go talk to that nigga, Matt Reeves, and come be hush. <laughs> I, we gonna get into it. I got casting with him. Could he be Harvey Dent? I I got a better Harvey. I I yeah he could. But he could be though. He could. He could. I I got one for you though. I got a Harvey Dent for you. We've seen them act together before. But we gonna get to that. We gonna get to Daniel that. Radcliffe. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I I did think there's a role for Daniel Radcliffe too. I'm not there even. Is. I'm that not even lying. Like, I'm not even lying. Wait, can we just let's let's finish these trash stories? Okay, we can get to that. (laughs) All right, we're at the trailers now. The let's talk about the trash trailer, the bubble, (laughs) Uh, the COVID movie was dread up, but now I mean it's trash. Like I mean, I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, same. Watch it, and it's got like some good characters. I mean, like it's it's just yeah, it's whatever. It's a Netflix movie. It's yeah, super goofy, but you know it's a comedy. I'll, I'll peep game. Yeah, well we'll see. Um. You know it's not right trash. Now, oh, is, oh, uh, what are you gonna say? Which one you? Gonna I was say? gonna say the, the what's out right now, and it's actually on my movie on the rise. It's fresh. Oh, um, yeah, that trailer um, looked cool. With the uh, Sebastian Stan, Daisy, the Hulu uh, King right now. The chick from Normal People. That's all I, I just can't remember her. Two her double last name. Sebastian Stan got but two that, good shows out right now. Yeah, Hulu's doing well for Sebastian Stan. Yeah, I guess that's the Disney company. Disney yeah. was like, you know, you you got to be Winter Soldier. But we'll give you all this Hulu stuff, which I think is probably a good compromise. That is, that is. I and look, I mean, that's better than what Chris Evans got. Chris Evans had to just be Captain America, and then when he was done, he started doing all these other roles. Because, like, at this point, I could argue that Sebastian Stan is like big name in Hollywood right now. I mean, he's he's up there in Marvel. It, out of all the Marvel actors, he's he, he could be he could he could realistically make a claim for a second hottest i'm not gonna say second biggest because biggest is benedict right now without with, without yeah. the original group it's benedict no chadwick so i can't say him 
I'm not putting Tom Holland over Sebastian Stan because Sebastian Stan has better shit outside. Sebastian Stan has higher quality stuff than Tom Holland. Anthony Mackie's kind of Anthony Mackie's kind of pushing Sebastian Stan right now. I mean, like maybe, but they're kind of together. Yeah. I'm just saying. I'm. I'm not even trying to like say that he's like at some hierarchy of Marvel. I'm just saying, like in general, like you know, Anthony Mackie's a big name right now. The cast, mm-hmm. Sebastian Stan's a big name. Like I can see him starting to get floated around. Like this is kind of like a when he was first was Winter Soldier. Like I, I didn't know who that dude was. No, but I'm saying like now he's like all over the place. I'm like, man, Sebastian. I, 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 I'd love, love him to, to to leave the Disney umbrella, but he ain't doing that. He ain't doing that no time soon. Well, I mean, he he's got to find movies. That Disney will let him do, you know. Oh well, I was, I was, I was. He's they're not letting him do this, but I he can come to the Batman too. He he cannot, but no, no he cannot. <laughs> they will not let him. Especially, Maybe on the Warner Brothers, picture. especially after Matt Reeves said, "I ain't doing no Marvel movie." Oh yeah, he was talking spicy this weekend. <laughs> we gonna get into it. I got a lot. <laughs> it's definitely not a Marvel movie. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about Atlanta season three, another Hulu thing. They've kind of got a full trailer this time. It looks good, um, but like, man, so, we're not in Atlanta. <laughs> no. Like, we're in the Netherlands. It's gonna be a different show. Yeah, I feel like I f- honestly, I feel like Donald Glover is like, all right, I just want to make a cool show with these people. Pretty much. Like, I feel like, because, like, Lakeith's doing this weird shit. I told you he was going to be doing some weird shit. Like, he's off on... It's exactly what he, we predicted. He's off on his own. Zazie Beats is off on her own. And it's Paperboy and Donald Glover together, really. I also, like, my theory behind it is that a lot of this had to do with COVID. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he, he got into COVID and was like, okay, well, we need to get an AOC 3 going. And America's making it hard to do that. Yeah. Let's just film the whole thing in Europe. Mm, yeah, it's and it's honestly safer than filming in Atlanta, which was like a COVID hotbed at the at the time. Yeah, so I, um, I get it. That's possible. Um, but yeah, I'm excited about that. Ready for that it's coming very soon. Yeah, that that'll be in April. Like as soon as we finish winning time on HBO, which we're not starting this week, people. Like just letting y'all know, it's a Batman episode. Yeah. We'll start winning time we're, and die and diabolical next week because I know the boys fans salty. We ain't talking about that this week, but we'll talk about it next yeah, week. I do, I do have something to mention about that, though, Lee. Um, so let's talk about the last thing in Hulu, The Girl from Plainville, uh, which is, stars I'm Elle Fanning. She is telling the real story of that girl who pretty much told talk her that dude in the boyfriend, suicide. Yeah, yeah. talk that dude in the suicide. Yeah, so I'm I'm interested in that. I like this Same. real life shit. Same. This reminds me of Joey King show. Yeah. So I'm it's watching probably going to be really good. Elle yep. Fanning's really good. Yep, so. she's a better actor than Joey King, so I'm I'm with it. At the time, Joey King at the time. Let me say that Joey King at the time. Yeah, I mean we'll get we'll see what she does in Bullet Train, but yeah, you know, yeah, you know, right now, but, so I, I stand by that claim. Hey, look, I'm 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 pitching I'm pitching perfect right now, you know. Um, but that's definitely something you're gonna want to check out. Make sure you check out that trailer, uh, bro. You can't skip really the Uma trailer. That's that that was like the second best trailer I watched. Well, I was waiting on it. Oh. I was gonna do, first. I was gonna do Minx, mm. Jake Johnson from New Girl. That actually he, looks um, good. He's playing like some nudie mag funder. Yeah, kind of. And, and like, and he a, discovers a, a, a character similar to um, 
similar to Bo- the dude in Boogie Nights that um yeah that fucking what's his name? Oh my gosh, I'm looking at that famous actor. Or the one who like is fun who, who's yeah. funding everything. Yeah, yeah. dude, the, he was in the Bandit, Smokey and the Bandit. I can't the fucking uh, Butch. No, uh, Butch. I'm sorry. But yeah, but no, uh, it, it, it looks Reynolds. good. Yeah, that's is it Burt Reynolds? Yeah, it is Burt Reynolds. Okay. Yeah. So he, he Jake Johnson's kind of playing a Burt Reynolds type. It's a feminist lady. She wants to get her feminist magazine out. And he's like, Well, why don't we combine it with this nudie mag, but a nudie mag for women where they see a nudie Which is what, men? You know, play, Playboy reverse. Because mm-hmm. you know, if you know anything about Playboy, that's the whole deal with what kind of spawned them. And they were like, and it's what Jake Johnson says in the trailer, it's we got to like feed them their medicine, but we got to give them something Yeah, to, to make, to make them not realize that that's what we're giving them. Spoonful of sugar type yeah, situation. Spoonful of sugar to take your medicine. Yeah. Okay. And so I'm going to watch that. And, you know, I, I think it's going to be an interesting concept again, in, in the true story. Uh, Reminds like me of the deuce. Getting a lot of good stories about the porn industry right now uh, with, Hey, Pam and Tommy, I mean, they really kind of deep And I mean, look, I know I know people don't fuck with James Franco no more, but his show, The Deuce, was like, I mean, that people kind of say that's Maggie Gyllenhaal's show, but like that show was popping. Yeah. So, so we'll see what HBO does this time around. They've been they've been doing well, so I assume this is gonna be pretty good. Uh, and the last trailer <laughs> is Uma, which is um is it Uma? Is, is it Uma? It's Uma, whatever it is. It's something it's it's somewhere in between what we both said. Yeah, facts. Okay, but it looks good. Sandro, I'm yeah. into this. It looks like a horror Sandro, movie. Horror movie. And the heroin junkie from Shameless. I I cannot not call him that. Uh, D- Dylan, whatever his name is. Every time I see that man, I'm like, you the man who was a heroin junkie and lied to Fiona. Damn, <laughs> he'll, never, he'll never get over it. Huh? He won't, bro. Like I don't know. I, I, that dude's been in. He's a good. He's a ca- multiple TV character actor, but he's in this and. This shit looks good. Basically, she got beef with her mama and her mama coming to haunt her from the grave. <laughs> yeah, this is a directorial debut for Irish K. Shim. I just wanted to see if she had done anything like in Korea. If, like this is supposed to be like, you know, not a Korean adaptation, but like, you know, just straight up a Korean horror. Let's go, America. Irish. Get you a big, get you a good start off. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to support. It's a, Sam Raimi is a producer. Oh, of course. Nice. Good for you, Sam Raimi. Oh, I'm about to. I'm about to. I forgot. I'm about to trash this next story. Oh, Uh, so the next story we got going into our stories. uh, Will Smith, Michael B. Jordan. I am legend, too. Didn't he fucking die? Maybe. Bro, nah, dog. Okay, Will, Will, bro. Let me talk to you, bro. You you rebooted Fresh Prince. It's, it, it it apparently is good. I told Schubert we gotta watch it. I haven't watched it yet. People like it. Stop going to the well. Stop going now, back to the well. I am legend it's is not, not it's the not well. It's not said to. a sequel, so it's a follow up feature. I assume it's a prequel. A prequel. Like, and who's Michael B. Jordan? His nephew. I, don't know. I was thinking. I I was thinking it was a flash forward, and Michael B. Jordan was the kid. Who Maybe. survived? And like a flashback to Will Smith because I mean we don't. That's what I'm. That's what I'm thinking. Like that's what I was thinking. Like he's he's in the movie. Like they flashback to him. They may have holograms of him as they rebuilt. Like he's the savior who saved everybody type situation. 
that that's that's, that's, make more, it a little bit better. that's more of an interesting story than like if he survived like he better not have survived yeah and I'm i don't want to prequel I'm not, either i'm not surprised will smith do this but i am surprised michael b jordan would do this michael like, b jordan if michael just, b jordan is doing this then like i have to see who's gonna direct michael b jordan is now down on the totem pole the, we got we got we gonna have a new realignment after the batman we got a new, and I got to give it to him. Daniel Kaluuya moving up on the list. He moving up on yeah. the list. Michael B. Jordan falling down the list. He's falling down. Michael B. Jordan is not even above Timothy Chalamet right now. Yeah, my, Michael B. Jordan. Because he, because uh, without remorse didn't save him. That was a good move, no, but it, it didn't save, save him. him. But it didn't save him. Like, uh, Michael B. Jordan's becoming that, blockbuster man. And then he did that movie with Denzel, which no oh. one saw. um but i actually side note i just finished first season of the wire so i did see michael b jordan in that back when he was killing shit yeah (laughs) great idris elba oh my gosh what a good show yeah uh but uh that just made me think of that you got got porn stash next season yeah but uh I I can't I just can't believe he decided to do this. I don't know to why. do this like of all things. Weird. Weird. And you know the next story I thought was pretty weird too when it popped up with Jack Harlow the rapper. Oh, even more trash! Like is, is going to star in White Man Can't Jump bro, reboot. I have more respect. Character. I have more respect for Jack Harlow before this. I'm not gonna lie to you. Mac Miller wouldn't have did no corny shit like this. Jack Harlow. I'm just keeping it a bean. Mac Again, Miller. Mac Miller. Mac Miller wouldn't have did no corny shit like this. But Jack Jack was cool. Like. The brothers fuck with Jack. White people fuck with Jack. Everybody fuck with Jack like people fuck with Mac. You don't have the Eminem, the Eminem stipulation of like, yeah, I'm a drug addict. I got issues. Like, that was Eminem shit. Eminem was like, I'm grunge. I rap real well. Lyricist. But like, everybody loved Mac. People love Jack Harlow. J- this is a misstep for me, Jack. I got to see the trailer. I definitely, I definitely got to see who your co-host is, your co-star. It better not be fucking Drewski. Cause then I'm really off of it. Cause Drewski cannot hoop, but I guarantee you, Schubert Drewski gonna find a way in this fucking movie. Drewski gonna be somewhere in this fucking movie. I, I swear to God, it's gonna happen. Jack Harlow putting his friend Drewski in that movie. Yeah, maybe not. The, you know, the main character. He better not be his partner. Drewski just better be a character actor. Yeah. So Jack Harlow apparently in his first ever audition gets this. <laughs> movie white man can't jump reboot hey if addison ray if addison ray can get the reboot of a movie who's a tiktok star i'm cool with giving it to jack at least jack got good songs what addison ray do she just dance on tiktok don't don't know where this is gonna end up but talmatic who held the upcoming house party remake is directing and a script by kenyan barris and doug hall um like kenyan barris is behind it i'm kind of i'm kind of with it uh, Blake Griffin, Ryan Cahill, and Noah Weinstein are executive producing through their Mortal Media banner. Mm, okay. Um, but that is all that we know from this white man can't jump reboot. Look, we're gonna see. We we shall see how this goes. Can you even do a reboot of it? How would that play today? I mean, you can, like it's not, it wasn't too racy. I've never seen it. It wasn't it wasn't racy. It was just like about white dude going play in the park and like People not believing a white man could hoop, so they scam- They were scamming people, hustling people. But it's about his relationship with his girl and him, them owing him money. 
and like him trying to play basketball to win the money to pay off the debt type shit. But he was a gambling addict. So, yeah, you could do it today. It wasn't like nothing crazy. Right. Yeah, no, I, I, didn't know, well, I didn't know what the whole, the whole premise was. Yeah, no, I mean, that that's pretty much it. Like you play basketball to pay off your debt type situation. I didn't know if it had anything to do with like a come up, like a, like trying to make it to the league or anything. Like oh, fuck no. <laughs> fuck no. It's all about park ball. That's why that's why I'm not mad. I'm not upset, upset, but like it depends on who but that like partner question, is. Depends on and, who's the Wesley you know, Snipes. Character. I guess you're questioning like Jack Harlow, too. And, like, and I've seen Jack Harlow hoop. He can't hoop. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's another thing I'm upset about. I just seen Jack Harlow shoot a basketball. Could Woody Harrelson uh, hoop? Yeah, Woody Harrelson could hoop. <laughs> Woody Harrelson had some moves. Woody Harrelson was How dribbling. You know? He was doing behind the back. No, it wasn't. It, they didn't Sounds cut to nothing. Man. They didn't cut to nothing. No, I'm telling you, it was his face. I saw his eyes eat him with the uh uh. <laughs> they would cut when he had to dunk for sure. He can't dunk. But Wesley Snipes could dunk. They didn't cut for that. He was jumping up there. That's what I'm saying. He's doing and what and, and I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Woody Harrison his prop. He could shoot a jumper too. He had a little wetty. He not Jack Harlow. Yep. He not pushing it. Let me say that. Now for to play the Wesley Snipes role, do you think that's gonna be a coveted role? Mm. It should you be. Like, you think like big name black actors should be like, oh yeah, it should be Wesley Snipes. It, it, it should be. Uh, let me put it like this. If you were a young black actor, I would try to take, I would try to get that role. Like the main character in power, who's ghost son, who has his own TV show, little Meech. Like people like that should definitely try out for that fucking role. But like not Daniel, Kalu- not Daniel Kalu. Like young dudes. Like well, he's too old. The dude from Blackish isn't cool enough for me. Like the, the young son. Both are yeah. both sons. Like it has to be someone like a little Meech, like dude from Power. Maybe uh out from uh Euphoria, um McKay, who needs to stay in college. Maybe actually, I could I could probably see him getting that role, but I don't know if he'd be the right one. That's a McKay type role, but I just don't know if he could hoop. So we'll see. D- right, Damson, so I could I could see Damson Idris from Snowfall maybe trying out for that role. Oh yeah, yeah, that's probably a good one too. We'll see. See who gets that. That's, that's what I'm interested in next. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Rob, Robbie Downey Jr. and Shane Black reuniting once again. Ooh. They're teaming at Amazon to develop a series of movie and television projects adapted from Donald E. Westlake's Parker crime fiction series. The first project emerging from the deal will be a feature film titled Play Dirty, in which Robert Downey Jr. stars as Parker, a professional thief with a brutal mercenary work ethic. Shane Black will direct. This movie will take place during Christmas. It is a Shane Black, Black written and directed movie. This movie will take place during Christmas. All Shane Black action movies take place during Christmas. <laughs> Lethal we'll Weapon, see. just like look at but all. I mean, it is, it's, an ad, it's an adapted piece, so mm-hmm. it may not. Fair. We're going to see. But this is cool. I'm, I like, I like them teaming up. Is, is Robert Downey trying to do trying to like force upon us his next franchise? Hey, I'm is with he it. To, if, if it's good. You about to... Yeah, he's like movie series movie, and like, is the series gonna be with him in it? Like, I'm just, A- action thief type situation. Maybe he has a protege type type Got deal. A lot of questions. Yeah, we are gonna see. He he might be Batman Beyond in it. You know where he's the OG thief. He got a young thief st- stealing from him now. Maybe we'll see. Um, but I've been really enjoying Pam and Tommy, and also I was super excited to hear this announcement that Pamela Anderson's gonna has announced her Netflix documentary. Not a victim, but a survivor and alive to tell the real story. Um, mm. It's described as 
an intimate portrayal embedded in the life of Pamela Anderson as she looks back at her professional and personal path and prepares for the next steps of her journey. Um, you kind of get a lot of Pamela Anderson and Pam and Tommy about like who she was and how she how that moment was pretty pivotal in her career. How kind of blackballed her in a sense. Yeah, even though the movie that she was in still did suck. I mean, yeah, but um, she didn't get know. a second sh- chance. She didn't get like as many chances as one would if she didn't have that out. And it wasn't ever something that was her fault. It was just the mm-hmm. stigma of Hollywood at the time. So, it's and, and honestly, if that was released today, she'd be popping. <laughs> People be like, "Damn, Probably. you saw the sex tape." Like Kim K is a billionaire now off a of sex tape. Yeah, I I want to know if they bring that up to her. They might. They probably will. Um, but I, I think that's an interesting documentary. Yeah, it was going to be a world-breaking documentary. I don't know. But I think it's going to get a lot of eyes, especially because of what Pam and Tommy has become on Hulu. Uh, yeah, so I don't know if it's going to break the zeitgeist, but like you said, it'll people will watch it. If it's good, it'll break the zeitgeist. But, you know, if not, then we shall see. It'll probably get more play than Brittany Murphy, Doc. Yeah, sure. I'm with you. Um, so the next story we got is Quantum Leap, the sequel series that we announced. Has cast its lead. His name is Raymond Lee. I haven't really seen him in a lot of stuff. You put this in here on Batman Day. Let me see who Raymond Lee is. He better look cool. It's, it, it, that's the only sentence. <laughs> I don't have anything more to say, but like but the, the story that we talked about, they cast their lead. Nice. I don't know who Raymond Lee is. Good for Raymond Lee. Good for good this for man. <laughs> the Entourage creator, Doug Ian, uh, is returning to Hollywood for his next series. He's recruited Charlie Sheen and several of his entourage stars, including Kevin Donnelly and Kevin Dillon, who are going to play themselves and ramble on a scripted dramatic comedy about established stars looking for career reinvention. Entourage too. Performers looking to make their own name. So entourage. Entourage like, like, with their, too. Would they stop like on? The real, yeah. Yeah. With, just with, not going to play the facade. With how they're, they're doing now, how life shitty. One of them's probably going to have a podcast, like. Uh, how how old stars have to do nah I'm with it I'm with it I'm with it now who picks this up is the question HBO gets this like but see you want to know something if HBO doesn't get it or doesn't want it I'm worried (laughs) that tells me it might not be good (laughs) Entourage is one of their biggest shows why wouldn't they take this if it's if it's Entourage level but it's not yeah yeah but I'm I mean, just like, saying, maybe it's not like what they're trying to do right now. Like, if it goes to Amazon, that's different. You know what I'm saying? All right. Like, all right. If it goes to Netflix. There, there are places that it could go that it would be like, oh, well, you know, it's not HBO. Apple, Amazon, like, HBO. Netflix. That's Hulu, pretty much it. Hulu, if, shaky. Hulu, and, shaky. But it could, it could it go could either work. Way. Netflix, fuck no. <laughs> no. Fuck no. If it's on Netflix, HBO definitely told them no. <laughs> And how the mighty have fallen on Netflix. Like, Netflix, it's crazy. Like, HBO went from all TV to now, like, the most talked about streaming service. Like, people love HBO. This, um, they, go from, they go from Peacemaker to Euphoria to Lakers? During basketball season? Nah, whoever, whoever planned that, HBO killing shit right now. They, they kill yeah. the timeline Sunday nights. Uh, the next thing we got, William Jackson, Jackson Harper. Christian Milotti and Skylar Giasondo are going to star in The Resort at Peacock. It's a multi-generational coming-of-age romance disguised as a fast-paced mystery about the disappointment of time. Um, 
an anniversary trip puts a marriage to the test when a couple finds themselves embroiled in one of the Mayan Riviera's most bizarre unsolved mysteries, which took place 15 years prior. Uh, Jackson and Miliotti will play Noah and Emma, both teachers who are celebrating their 10th wedding anniversary. Noah is described as perfectly content to look through the mundane reality of his existence while Emma has found herself at a plateau in their marriage before they're pulled into a Mayan mystery. Giosando will star as Sam, who is on vacation with his parents and girlfriend in 2015 at the Oceana Vista Resort, which I guess would be where the beginning of the mystery starts. I've been really liking Skylar Giosando in Righteous Gemstones. Thought he was been pretty phenomenal in that first two seasons. William Jackson Harper, obviously Cheedy, and Kristen Milotti, uh, who we liked in Palm Springs. How much hey, she kills. So I don't know. This th- I gotta see a trailer. I have to see a trailer as well. And because it's on Peacock, it's always a question mark for me because we don't really know how Peacock is gonna factor into the streaming wars. Uh, another interesting name that was thrown in the cast that I saw was Debbie Ryan. I was like, wow, Debbie Ryan coming out from the depths of She's nothing. trying to make it, bro. So, you know, interesting names to put on Peacock here. You know, Chris. Kristen Milotti and Skylar Giosanda have been doing work with HBO. Same, same with William Jackson Harper. So, you know, they, but he's also done stuff with NBC. Yeah, just a weird, 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 weird little, weird little thing. But we'll keep this on the radar. Um, so we talked about how Love Island moved to Peacock and taken off of Paramount Plus. So Paramount Plus went out and got Are You the One from MTV. Uh, so well, Are You well, the One is now going to start a is going to do a global edition and it's going to begin casting in the spring and start production in the summer. So well, Paramount Plus owns MTV. They're just probably moving it from MTV to the streaming thing because it's going to be straight streaming. Yeah, straight streaming. Yeah, because I was about to say because uh, Paramount Plus is Viacom, which is CBS, which owns yeah, MTV. It's all the same. Yeah, facts. Okay, cool. Good for them. But, I'll check it out. But that's going to be like their, their major show service show. Dating show. Gotcha. Dating show. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So, well, I guess they'll do the, they'll do the challenge. Bro, did you see Love is Blind too? Like, did you see all that shit with Shake and Shane? And I didn't finish it. Bro, talk about some crazy shit. Fucking Shake. They, they chose some awful people. Like, horrible, bro. They chose the most, like, superficial, shallow people. But, A, it got people talking. For sure. Um, that was, it was kind of a train wreck you had to watch. Actually, you Super. know, the circle's coming back pretty soon. Season three or season four? I think it's like season five. Oh, geez. Like, I'm, I'm so been a lot of circle. Answer. I haven't watched The Circle since season two. I think the last season was the one where they had Lance Bass on it. That's season two. They had a season after that. They did. They I, did, I, yeah. Oh, I'm my so, gosh. I yeah, I don't, watch the, I don't watch The Circle as much as I need to, but I might catch up. Shout, out, shout out to the Sammy who did come on our show from yep. season one of The Circle. I think she's getting married now. Bro, she's talking to the dude from All American. Well, she's getting married to him. Well, well, they're getting married. Then good for them. Shout out to Sammy. Well, there you go. Uh, so Apple TV. This is actually a pretty good story. I don't know why I tapped it here at the end. An officially confirmed a limited event series starring Michael Douglas as Benjamin Franklin. Michael uh, Douglas said, written. "I'm getting my Emmy." It's going to be written by Kirk Ellis, who did the John Adams HBO series, and directed by Tim Van Patten, who is a part of Boardwalk Empire and The Sopranos. 
The drama will explore the thrilling story of one of the greatest gambles of Benjamin Franklin's career. At age 70, without any diplomatic training, Franklin convinced France, an absolute monarchy, to underwrite America's experiment in democracy. By virtue of his fame, charisma, and ingenuity, Franklin outmaneuvered British spies, French informers, and hostile colleagues, all while engineering the Franco-American alliance of 1778 and the final peace with England in, of 1783. The eight-year French mission stands as Franklin's most vital service to his country, without which America would not have won the revolution. All right. At first, I was like, Benjamin Franklin's story, but then you explained that back half, and I'm like, all right, this is interesting. Yeah, Michael Douglas, part of this with this group that you know did the John Adams series, which was a very good HBO series. Um, and, you know, throw Boardwalk Empire and Sopranos name around and tell me you're not a little bit excited. Apple TV's been putting out some good stuff, so I think this could be a really big series. Like you said, it could be an Emmy-nominated performance, and Michael Douglas pulls it out. We'll see. Yeah, we shall see. I'm interested in this, so I'll watch it for sure. Definitely. Uh, last bits of stuff before we get to movie on the rise. Futurama star John DiMaggio is going to join in the Hulu series. Win for the voice actor. Shout out to John DiMaggio fighting the good fight. Shout out to Mark Hamill because Disney approached him and was like, yo, we want you to do the Bender voice. And he said, fuck no. He was like, nah, I stand with John DiMaggio. Tara Strong came out, was like, I stand with John DiMaggio. Sean Schimmel, the voice of Goku, came out and stood with John DiMaggio. A bunch of voice actors did, turned it down. John DiMaggio got the raise and got raised for everyone on the show. Shout out to him. Big win. Awesome. Disney can do it. He, they can do it. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um, the boys actor, Anthony Starr, he was arrested in Spain. For an alleged assault. Apparently, he punched a young chef while drunk in a pub. Dude out here doing the most. So is he, is he really going to be in jail for a year? Depends on how things go. I, the dude has, like, some stitches. So he might it's be in like, jail for a year. It's not like the Alvin Kamara thing. Or... Okay, well, look, if he in jail for a year, season four ain't coming for a minute. Yeah. I mean, that's the truth. But, I mean, he's filming something right now. So, I, you know, the oh, well, I guess, yeah, we're talking about season four. Yeah, it ain't come for a minute. Yeah, especially, oh, but he might get house arrest. I don't know if they do that in Spain. Because the problem is he's in a foreign country. If he was in America, I could, I, I could tell you he'd be okay. But he's, it's in Spain. Like, I don't know how that shit works in foreign countries. We'll see what happens. I mean, like, you know, it could have been a worse offense. That's all I got to yeah, say. I mean, definitely. the dude is going to live. Should he have punched him in the face? Probably not. My man was but still like, in character. <laughs> Homelander was out here wilding. <laughs> yeah, so we'll see what happens from that. But th that's a big story. Give him Wolverine. <laughs> he has the aggression. Uh, um, and then the last story we have is the after party just ended this past Friday and it's been renewed for season two. People uh, like it. You know, well, they could have not have done it. because I mean, mm. like, obviously the story ended. You know, season one. So I, I guess there's going to be another another mystery. Okay, cool. Yeah, I didn't watch the first pitch, if, if they wanted to pitch to me that they were going to do entirely different cast, same concept, entirely different cast, new. Just knives out for television. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I can Not, get behind it. I can, I can get behind that. But I, I don't know if we can see all those people come back. Fair enough. All right. Well, that's all the news we got. Here, I guess in, one oh, more thing I, I, I should ahead. mention is Diabolical the we haven't watched it yet but when we do we have to keep in mind that the finale is actually boys series canon 
Okay, nice. As nice. stated by the shoe runner. Sure. Nice. So the only one that the last one, little little Lanyap. It's a, apparently mm-hmm. it's a prequel. It's like how the episode is about when Homelander meets the seven for the first time. Ah, okay, okay, cool. That's a good story. We might see early Billy Butcher too. Then one that looks like Carl Maybe. Urban and not the the comic one, which is in one of the episodes. But Bill Bart, it's time for the segment of the show where we suggest one movie or TV show that's out now or that's coming out this week that we think you should watch called Movie on the Rise. This week, I got Winning Time, man. Winning Time started Sunday night while we were recording this. We will be reviewing it next week. We'll probably do it like Euphoria, probably because it drops at like seven, eight, something like that. Like Just like Euphoria. So we'll, we'll try to do that, but we'll definitely review the first episode next week excited laker show sports tv we got to support that for sure i'm excited to, to see the first episode this week same 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 um for me uh, i i'm definitely gonna check out fresh this week uh with who i like we mentioned earlier with smash and stan and uh and then i'll also be keep an eye out on boys diabolical oh also i'm gonna watch the tours and tell y'all if it's worth watching i've watched the first couple episodes is it good See the first episode. I, I watched like the Slow first burn. ten. I watched the first ten minutes of the first episode. I was like, "Man, this is boring." I'm only watching this because like I, we talked about it on the show. Is it, is this actually good? And I turned it off and watched like some Adult Swim shows on HBO Max. It's slow. See, I I knew it was. I thought I was tripping. I was like, "Man, this is like the only, the only reason I have watched as much of it is because I I kind of just have it on in the background." Mm. See, did you watch and, the uh the other show that's out as the um Taika Waititi pirate show? Oh yeah, I did watch that, and it actually is it's, it's all right. All right, fair enough. Fair I mean, enough. it's yeah, it's I content. think it's gonna get better next week. I guess mm, okay. first three episodes, and like I think it's done a good job of like getting us to the point, and. I'm excited for when Tyke McKee's character comes in. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Okay, okay, okay. And you got Diabolical and Fresh? Yeah. Nice, nice. Okay, solid. All right, can you play the music again? Oh, yeah, I got, I got you. I can play the music. Give me a sec. You should have told me. I'd have queued it up. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, have, I'd, have, I'd have queued. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, we need the ambiance. I'm going to queue up two things. I'm going to queue up one thing first. I'm going to queue this up for, and I know this is probably, getting a bunch of burned. I know this artist is like, fuck yeah. Well, we'll play this. Got to show love to all characters. Let's see. Oh yeah, setting the vibes. Only right. They're like, what is this, Lennon? It's not Batman's theme. I didn't say it was. Now we're definitely getting flagged. <laughs> we're not getting flagged. It's audio only. And when we and we put the video out, I'll cut this. Ooh. That that Ave Maria, and then wait, I'll do the I'll do the vengeance theme. I'll get the Batman theme. Don't worry, don't worry. I got you. Wait, why did they give me the Star Wars to you? <laughs> That's the Star yeah, Wars what? what is this? <laughs> Somebody on YouTube just lying. All right, here we go. I got it. There we go. He tried to give us the Star Wars theme. Oh, right, yeah, we're here. The Batman review. Oh! What a fucking good 
movie. Look, look, don't talk to me about Spider-Man No Way Home. Don't talk to me about Doctor Strange. Don't talk to me about nothing this year unless it's the Batman level quality. Don't talk to me. On Letterboxd, I had to go readjust some things. I gave it a five. Five stars Letterboxd. I put down, I'm, I marked down my Dark Knight review. And I saw some people on oh, TikTok. Monday, don't be this guy. <laughs> I saw four and a half, Schubert. Four and a half. That movie is about Heath Ledger's Joker, which is a great movie. Great movie, but it's about Heath. It's not about Bruce. It's about Heath. And, and, and when they switch to Harvey Dent, it gets a little clanky. If people want to talk about clanky endings, the cl- it gets a little clanky when they switch to Harvey Dent at the end. And you know it well, does. You know, it, yeah, I guess if we have to talk, talk any negatives, which there's not a lot, but we could have got more Paul Dana. That's what I'm saying. Mm. You know, if, if we're going to say it's better than Dark Knight, you know, we could have got more, more play on the Riddler. Look, I will say... When I when I, as like when he meets him and it's over, I was like, damn, they really only had one interaction. Like they only exactly. had one interaction, but I get it. Like and the crazy I thing, mean, he, it works, but I'm he saying even, like, he yeah, I wish he yeah, I wish he would have captured him, but it's a, it was a mental battle the whole time. So I get it. I get it. I wish he could have captured him. I'm with you. That's the only negative. I don't think the runtime was a negative. It never felt like three hours. No, no, no. I, I could have, I could have felt like we could have gone more. I did. There was a lot, a lot of times where I thought I was about to end. Yeah, I'm not gonna like, say it's better than The Dark Knight yet, though. I'm not. I'm watching it for a third time. I watched it twice. I do think it's the best Batman movie we ever got. And I and I think I I, I think I could say The Dark Knight. I I could still say if I find out that The Dark Knight's a better movie than it, I think I can still say this is a better Batman movie because this movie's about Batman. The Dark Knight, as we always say, you could take away. Batman, you could take away all the comic book stuff and turn Christian Bale into a secret agent and that movie still works and turn Joker into a terrorist. It still works because Nolan was trying to make a James Bond movie and that's why he just so happened to take Batman. He couldn't get Bond. So like, but this movie does not work if you take away Batman. I know some people say you could be like a detective, but like this movie does not work without Batman. No, I mean, it's an, it's core Batman movie. Uh, you know, I guess when we talk more about it specifically, we'll, we'll say this, but, you know, the big criticism that I saw is they were like, you know, done enough Bruce Wayne, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, the point, the of, the point mo- of the movie yeah, is that like he you mean- is both Bruce Wayne and Batman, and he has to come to terms with that and figure it out for himself. Like, he, he right, when the movie starts, his trauma is that he can only feel comfortable being Batman and then at the end, when he realizes, well, damn, I can't just be vengeance. That's not good because that's putting out Riddler niggas. I got to be a symbol of hope. Maybe I can do more. And that's where the Bruce Wayne persona in the next movie will come out. Like, come yeah. on, fam. And I, yeah, I, and I, mean, I, I hated like, the comment you, like, you oh, even... emo Batman. Dude, dude is, Batman's traumatic. Batman's a dark guy. Like, what are we talking well, you, about? Yeah, you know, the whole point of, of the portrayal that Robert Pattinson put on is that this Batman, at this point in his life, has not gotten over his parents. He is still the yeah. 10-year-old little boy now wearing a bad suit and fighting crime. And he doesn't understand the repercussions. He doesn't understand his family. He doesn't understand anything. And he's just, he's just sad. He's Pretty sad much. and he's vengeance. That's you yep. know, the, exactly what that is. And the sheer ending of the movie like you know damn near had 
you know, me, my head just buzzing. I was like, oh my gosh, like this movie is just. He is Batman. Open the doors when when of, he like, is what taking. Is. When he it is such a beautiful shot. When when the flare, it's literally him leading them out of darkness. But it's more so him leading himself out of darkness into the light to become the hero that Gotham needs. Dude's putting people on a on a on a sky lift like amazing, amazing. Like that is the we saw the transformation of Batman. Now we got to see how he grows. Like okay, so now he's no longer vengeance at the end of this movie. Now he can become Batman. This is a multi-piece thing that Reeves is doing. He's trying to craft now, the Batman, and I and I fucked it. Now, if he wanted to be like real cutesy with this movie, I would have then not called it the Batman. I would have just called it Vengeance. Oh, they couldn't do that. I bet he wanted to. I bet they. I bet. I bet he wanted to. I, I wish they would have, because like I, I, I bet. I bet they I wanted that's to. The, I think that is the more appropriate title for this movie. Probably so. Yeah, probably so. Because that's what they called him. They straight up called him that. Like Penguin. He doesn't. He, he doesn't become the Batman until the end. Like until the very, very end, when that girl's holding on to him. That that's when he becomes the Batman in that moment. But nah, man, what a fucking good movie. Well, I mean, I, you know, if we're talking from the start, amazing opening. It's kind of like a oh. juxtaposition. It's like you expect that what you're looking at is Batman. And then even with the person that comes up, that you see that there's a person behind the mayor, you're like, oh, that's Batman, isn't it? And it's like, oh no, that's the Riddler. And you know, him straight up. And you also think that you're what you're getting is a flashback because you see just a person that you yeah. could assume is Thomas Wayne and talking to a Bruce, but I'm like, Halloween, that's not Bruce. I wrote the opening scene when Riddler's joined by the mayor was terrifying on second viewing even better it's it's hitchcockian vertigo rear window rear window type of shit camera like this is reeve saying all right i'm paying homage to the those who came before me and like you said is this bruce wayne hanging out with thomas but like no it's not so it's the mayor and when you see riddler standing behind there for the first time it's like what the fuck he's coming take him out and i was just like oh yeah we're in it baby murder vittle these are not mush, mustache twirling Batman no, villains not of at the all. comics of like, ha, we're gonna hang you over a, some some sharks. This is, this is some real you know, gory Scott Snyder. Just whack you in the head with some with a fucking carpet thing. It, but see, <laughs> even even better than that is when Bruce starts narrating the fucking shots of all the Gotham criminals, and they don't know which way he's gonna come out of. I was just like, oh my gosh, it really showed how when that light on, niggas are like on, on edge. They're like, oh, who should we fear? You got the drop guy getting hit by a car because he thought Batman was going to come out. The, the spray yeah. paint dudes ran and then when he fights the the the, the mask people, it's just like, oh my well, goodness. A lot of, you know, I heard some people's thoughts on that part. They were like, oh, we, don't, we didn't know where he was going to pop up. I'm like, when I saw Tim Drake from Titans. Oh yeah. Like, oh yeah, that's definitely really popping up. Facts. No, 100%. 100%. But still, it was just, it was great. I was like, this is noir. This is Chinatown, like straight up doing an, a, 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 a Batman narrating. Like, let's go. First fight yeah, scene. I mean, great. it set the scene and, and like really gave us like an idea of like what Batman is at this point. And like, because I feel like in Batman Begins, a little lot of and that's a movie that we're going to compare this to in all shapes and fashion, which is better than, by the way. Yeah, no, it is. But uh, at the end of Batman Begins, that's the what he becomes. And I almost think of this in like when I'm thinking chronologically of Batman, I'm like, okay, so Batman Begins has already happened. This is him. This is like two. this is like movie two. Yeah. So you know, 
but obviously there's a lot of differences between the mm-hmm. two. So I'm not saying like it's complete, but it, like that's the timeline we're in. We've already done, we've already had the origin. And I, that's why I was going to never even touched it. They mentioned stuff, but we never saw Bruce's parents mm-hmm. die. And we you never had to go to. through what, how he became Batman. I thought that was good. And that's what makes this more so where so, when I think back on the grander scheme of things that this is more for people who are Batman fans understand like where they are in the timeline what's going on here who the person is that is there today no it um, it, it, it is perfect in that and it just even yeah. encapsulates the the detective noir thing more after the first fight when he goes to the cave and takes out the fucking contact lens see see uh, you, you got me with the riddler when i saw the riddler horror thing i was like all right i'm in you even got me more with the narrating. I was like, oh, I'm really in. But the Batman fan in me said, oh, I'm locked in when he took that contact out and was on the camera printing shit. I'm like, is this the animated series right now? Like, what the fuck is going on? We're two, we're like 10 minutes in the movie. I'm like, oh, my mind is blown. I'm just sitting here like loving it, loving it. Like, oh, and the fact that when he was in there, he pulled out the diary and it was like October year two. I'm like, oh gosh, this dude's like, He's in it, like, yeah. <laughs> like this is a this Gotham project's real, man. Like, oh my gosh, dude is like detective. He's in it. He's locked in. Like, I'm ready. And but next thing I wrote down, oh, I hate how he's mean to Alfred. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that either. But I mean, like, I think that you know that's going to be an evolution. That gets that gets rectified. Like that gets rectified at the end of the movie. Like, I think him and Alfred would be cool next movie. Probably so, but I think this it goes more to show that Bruce is still the orphan. He is yeah, still he's still hurt. fractured. Yeah, he's at this point that he doesn't fully accept the role that Alfred has played in his life and like who Alfred is to him. Which mm-hmm. I feel like in the Dark Knight series, like they've kind of had an establishment of that point of like who Alfred was to Bruce at that point, and they had a better connection. But like I think, and you know, I will pull some things from Gotham the series. That was kind of what I kind of got because like with a lot of the characterization is I do feel like it's the kid. So it's like, you know, when he has these tamper tantrums or like, you know, later on when he's like has the scene with Alfred where he's like, you're not Wayne. Yeah, I was Looks like, the cuff oh. links, like I, I'm not wearing cufflinks. I don't know where they are. Alfred's like, well, yeah. here, here you go, Bruce. Here's here's your cufflinks. Dude, dude was dude was on one, man. And I was just like, oh, you just got to meet out. Alfred trying to save your, your, your fucking fucking i know i know you know what the worst part was when he said i'm not your dad no when alfred wakes up in the hospital smiles Um, is like oh bruce the person i love most in this you lied (laughs) you lied like the first thing doesn't even check to see if this dude's okay (laughs) a bomb for you the first thing you say when this dude wakes up is like you lied and And your ass is crying on the way to the fucking scene in the back car trying to talk to him but the first thing you gonna say is you lied I, I I get time and place, but like read the room, Bruce. Read the room. <laughs> but Andy Circus acted that scene. Because I, I was thinking, because you're right. When he told him that, I was like, man, you could have sent Alfred into like a panic attack. He could have died right there. <laughs> yeah, but you know, like I'm saying, Andy Circus from going to the smile to just the panic of his face. I thought he did a great job. Yeah, great he, job. They they, they, they they limited the amount of time that I was he about had. Say, yeah, really great. He was great. They just underutilized him, but I get it. It's it, you're gonna Alfred's more of a tie to the Bruce Wayne character than the Batman character. 
which I mean, this is a Batman movie. It's not a Bruce Wayne movie. So I understand why Alfred's not in it as much. But Jim Gordon on the flip is in it more than Jim, a Jim Gordon has ever been. And even more so that Jim Gordon's working the case with him. Yeah, he's more in it than I thought he was going to be in it. I think like we were talking about it early on. We're like, oh, well, how much Jeffrey Wright are we going to get? And I mean, he was a sidekick. He this was, was Batman if, year if this, one. The this movie, was seven. Like, yeah, I mean, oh, this yeah. was seven. He was Morgan Freeman. I was, I, yeah, 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 for sure. I was gonna say Batman's Morgan Freeman, but yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, no, he is. They're, they're, they're partners, man. They're, they're tit for tat. And like, it reminds me of the animated year one where Jim Gordon's still on the scene and him and Batman are doing stuff. Seeing him walk through the crime scene was something that was just straight up comics, was straight animated. Christian Christopher Nolan could never do it because they, they could never explain it. But like, this movie just does it and, and you just believe it. Like, that's why not having an origin really works because you don't have to explain like, oh, hey, how is this Batman cool with the cops? No, like he just is like he just is like that. You just have to accept it. Well, and he wasn't. That was the thing. He wasn't cool with cops. Like the, that was it was Jim, Jim Gordon sticking his neck out for him. Yeah, he's and cool. They Jim just respected Gordon. Jim as that much. Yeah. And so we didn't really have to get that explanation. But I mean, even that first scene where he's there at the crime scene, he's like whispering these details to Jim Gordon. He's like. He's like, yeah, like, you know, this, uh, like he only talked to Jim and then Jim does the thing at the at the uh, the police station. And, you know, at that point, they, had, they were trying to unmask him. They were trying to be like, you know, Jim saved his guy. ass. Yeah. So, no facts. And that, that was a good scene. They didn't trust him. No, no, no. Very, very good point. That that was a good scene with Jim in the uh, in the um, police department. But we'll get we'll get there. I think after I wrote how I'm, how mean is, is Alfred? Because I did not write it but down the opening scene. I'm glad you brought that up. That was a good one. It was the trailer one, so I didn't write it down. That was a good scene. Yeah. And I guess the one thing we didn't mention is how crazy was it with that fight with the people when he walks out into the from the darkness? Yeah. When you hear the boots clanging, I'm like, oh, God. Yeah, no, that Here was great stuff. The next thing I wrote, the meeting of Penguin is great. Like, when we first yeah. meet him, it shows how much balls Penguins has, like, he sold drugs in front of the Batman to, to Catwoman. He's just doing his thing. He doesn't give a fuck. He's like, Penguin's out here just like, yeah, yeah, here, take these drugs, Selena. So it's not me. It's not fucking me. Like, get out of here. Like, crazy. And I also love how Batman just, and, and this goes to show, like, how he's not fully formed Batman. And this is why when you see him fight in that club for the final time, when he utilizes the darkness, I was like, okay, now he's Batman because you got to think there's three times he goes there. The first yeah. time he just walks in, he just starts fighting people. The second time is that as Bruce Wayne as a hurt child going to talk to Count Carmine. But the third time is when he's really Batman. And that that's that's honestly the third time that final is the triggering of for the rest of the movie. He's Batman from that point onward. We just don't know it until the end. It, it, the ent entering the club three times is what, oh, did end up being very important, and it was re really funny. But the second time it happens because it was so like flipped. It was like he gets Batman. He's like, you know who I am. And they're like, yeah. And he goes to Bruce Wayne. It's like, you know who I am. And they're like, oh yeah. And the differences that can come in between and how he has to fight through that Batman thing which I don't know how he takes some of those gunshots. <laughs> People talk about him not having gadgets, but like his durability was more than like Nolan's Batman. Like Nolan's Batman could like take small bullet shots in like knives, but like he couldn't take big blasts. Like he, like he was taking he like, like machine shotgun guns, shotgun, like machine movies. guns, big rifles. Like he was just taking everything, man. Yeah. He took a 50 cal bullet to the chest at point blank. I'm pretty sure. Mm hmm. It was, it was wild, but that was a great one. 
Batman stalking Catwoman. I was like, ooh, very Batman the animated series. Like after he leaves the club, he's like, it's not worth talking to you anymore, Penguin. I'm going to stalk her. Stalks her to the house and then seeing Catwoman break into the mail safe. Perfect Catwoman. The fight between her and Bat- Batman, super realistic. Shows like he wasn't trying. He could have beat her ass because she's still early Catwoman too. Got to give it to Zoe Kravitz. And I'm giving it to the yeah. whole cast, but Zoe Kravitz, best Catwoman we've ever had. I don't want to hear anything about now, Michelle Pfeiffer. I don't need to. No, I would 100% agree with that. I think she brought the Selena Kyle from the comics. She brought everything that was good about Hathaway's, everything that was good about Pfeiffer's, everything that was the minimal things that was good about Barry's. Um, and even like I show Gotham Love again from Gotham as like the thinking about who she was as a child and like giving us a good idea. Of course, you know, the twist here is that she's about Falcone's kid. Yeah, she's Falcone's kid. Which is not always the case. I prefer Falcone. I'm not a not a Falcone fan, but you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. 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 It works for this because, you know, yeah, Falcon. it does. Yeah, fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. But then, no, she was awesome. Catwoman. She was great. Like, loved her yes. stuff. Next thing I wrote Their is... chemistry was great. Yeah, it was. As, it, it, from even the though jump, Bruce can't spit game. But, but it's yeah. okay, because, like, his, his his presence spits it for him. Like, she she kissed him through a mask, didn't know who he was, because they just had kindred souls. She asked him to go to the Bloodhaven with him, didn't know who he was. Look, look, I don't... I, look, I respect Bruce, but if, if Zoe Kravitz is asking me to go to Bloodhaven, I might hop on the back of that motorcycle. Like she could drive it. Yeah. We're going to blood, but that's why she loves him. If he'd have went, she wouldn't have loved him. Probably. She wouldn't have. She wouldn't have wanted him. Now she wants him even more. But next thing I wrote is, damn, the Riddler's terrifying. Dude is on his saw shit. Pete Savage went out crazy, bitten to death by rats. <laughs> Wild. Like that's I did not expect Pete, mind shit. bro. I did not expect Pete Savage to die that fast. <laughs> Neither did I. I was like, oh my God, really? Right now? <laughs> he was out of there. He was out of there super quick, bro. Got his ass out of there. Ne- needed him out so that Batman could get more play in the police. Yeah, facts. Facts. No, that's a big fact. And so Jim Gordon could be nominated by the Black Mayor who eventually... I, I have a conspiracy theory that the Black Mayor only lived to hire Jim Gordon <laughs> as commissioner. Because <laughs> that's my only are we sure in this movie. When she gets shot, is she getting dragged oh, to that... Die. Bro, not okay. I thought you got a headpiece. I thought I thought they, that look, they got it right in the head. Look, the bullet. Okay, if the bullet hit her right here, I could believe the bullet doesn't kill her. That's not what irked me. It's getting bogged down in nasty Gotham flood water with an open wound that is right here to your organs that would have poisoned you and killed you. Like that nasty Gotham water would have killed her ass. Yeah. Yeah, you know, so. but you know we're getting ahead of ourselves again. But it was super powerful that moment where like he, she kind of grabs his hand because it's like you know the top tier of Gotham now trusts you. Yeah, no facts. That that I mean, look, like I said, that 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 is now like he is Batman legitimately. And all um, right, so so then so, at, so now we're getting the Catwoman and him teaming up now. Yeah, going into the Iceberg Lounge, um, badass straight detective Batman. That's where Catwoman is is going as. With the eye thing for him listening. Yeah. He talks to Gil Colson. He's blown away. Like Gil Colson just out here just taking drops. Like just get well, yeah, fucked that, up. That was the, the interesting part about this mystery is that so Batman's been almost full two years now. And he's like now finding out that Mayor was corrupt. 
because he's learning it's not just about it's not just about the on the street shit that's not really making a dent in it it's like you got to make a dent at where the corruption is and that's what he learns in this like he's like yeah you can see his naivety he's just mm -hmm. like this is way more than i thought it was yep it's more than just going punch people at night like it's like no facts 100 that was great scene i gotta say scarsgar killed it killed it in his performance i'm gonna stop saying people killed this whole movie it's not a bad part of this cast like this, it's really not. Like I, I have no one I dislike. I even love John Turturro's Falcone. I thought he was great. I, yeah, I thought he was great. Too. I thought he was fucking great. I could have took more of him. Like loved them all. Love the Tweedledee, Tweedledum twins that the twins, was at the Augsburg lines. Love them. Love them all. And so yeah, corruption's running rampant. And then like you meet Falcone, you realize how terrified Catwoman is of him. That's when I was like, hmm. see, like the the the, the daughter twist didn't shock me as much because. When she first met him, I was like, hmm. I just had never known her to be his daughter. So they, like, that's they, why they allude to it in Long Halloween. Okay. That's why. And the scene in the in the funeral where he tells Batman, your dad did surgery on me on the table. That's straight out of Long Halloween, too. Yeah, I have heard that before. Yep. Um, a lot of these things in this movie are straight out of Long Halloween, but that's one well, that I for sure picked up. Yeah. Long Halloween. And they gave it to us in, in the fan viewing. Like they gave it they, a copy of Long Halloween before the movie. Oh, no, so no. yeah, they yep. So but and then the next thing I wrote down when you first meet Carmine, okay. I said the Carmine thing. The corruption is rampant, whole bar filled with DA and police. Gil Colson got got though. His ass got like bruh. First off, when I open my car, I look in my passenger seat. First off, I don't know how he didn't see that thing not there, but he was fucked up off the drops. And I'm going to keep it a bean. I ain't letting Riddler kick my ass. <laughs> dude's logical. Uh, like, dude's a Twitch streamer. I ain't letting Riddler kick my ass, dog. My man got on things said, ooh, my 500 followers. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, we'll get to that. But I mean, like, people- I, I, I thought... That- <laughs> I think people dislike that, but I thought that that was genius. Oh, it was. was. It is. It's brilliant because that's who Riddler would fucking be in our world. That is 100% who he would be. And when he got out of prison, he would make a thumbnail, the Batman. (laughs) I'm telling his shit. That is who Riddler is. It is perfect. It's perfect. So much so that it made people start questioning like, hmm. So if Batman's present day, then that would mean Bruce Wayne's like 2830. So in 2002, would have been when his parents were killed. They were saying, what movie could he have went to? Some people were saying James Gunn, Scooby-Doo in 2002. Some people were saying Spider-Man in 2002. Like, they're oh, Fast and the that's Furious. That's a fun conversation. Yeah, I saw a bunch of that. Cause, like, but it was the opera, so. Was the, I didn't say it was the opera. Well, it was always the theater. See, he's going, it's always Mask of Zorro. No. Yeah, no, Dark Knight just changed it to the opera. Christopher Nolan was on his, just wanted to play that music in there. But no, it's, it's always Mask of Zora. Next thing I wrote down after Bill Coulson gets got, oh, uh, the line that the city's a powder keg and Riddler's the match was such a great line. They had a lot of good lines in this movie. That's one that I wrote down. The other one is, what's black and blue and dead all over you? Multitude of great lines in the movie, but the powder keg and Riddler yeah. match one, that's a really, really fucking good one. When him and Jim Gordon are just talking up there. I thought the riddle stuff was good. I thought that the calling cards, the Batman, like the different, what do you call them, greeting cards? Yeah. I thought that those were all really smart, very Riddler. When he had to put his it hand in very, the cage. It was very Riddler with, without being phony Jim Carrey Riddler. That's why I said, like, 
it doesn't matter how Riddler looks as long as Matt Reeves understands the essence of the characters. And he proved with every character from Penguin to Catwoman to Batman to Riddler to Alfred to Jim Gordon, he understood the essence of all of these characters. And that's why this movie works so well, because he uh, put it like this. Zack Snyder got how to make them look aesthetically, but he didn't understand how they like worked at his core. Like he wanted to kill Dick Grayson. Matt Reeves would never kill Dick Grayson. Like Matt Reeves, if he's, if he's bringing in a Robin, He's not killing Dick Grayson. He'll kill Jason Todd, but he's not doing that. Matt Reeves, I 100% believe, is not only a Batman fan, but like loves it and wanted to make it forever. Uh, and it shows. I wrote down the Alfred Cufflinks thing. I said, damn, Alfred giving Bruce Cufflinks shows how much he cares. Bruce can't even fake care. That, that, it was, it was yeah. rubbing me the wrong way. It just was. In the theater, I was just like, damn, bro. You really doing Alfred dirty. Like, you're the only person that took care of your spoiled ass. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it's good that Catwoman calls Batman out on like his rich boy privilege. Yeah, she because does. Because he has that sense, even in what he's doing as Batman, because he's only seeing it from that perspective. And I think that's something that like the Riddler kind of really instills the, in him. The Riddler and her, and, like, he needed to have yeah. both of that happen for him to be the Batman we know. Because now through Catwoman, he's not going to judge everybody from the, from the just what he sees and because of Riddler, he's going to look to look more deep at like, what's the core of this issue. How can I help Gotham Mm -hmm. the right way? Yep. Facts. Facts. All right. Next thing I wrote is the dialogue between Bruce and Falcone before the funeral. Like I said, straight out of long Halloween, beautiful. I wonder if the funeral scene, that random guy that's talking to Bruce before the mayor is Joe chill, or at least represents the idea that anybody could have killed Bruce's parents. It just felt weird. Tim talking to that guy and I got how that guy looked at him. I was like, is this Joe chill? Is this me looking too deep into things? I just wrote it down. Cause just had to understand. Like he, he just looked at him strange. Like, Oh, that's Bruce Wayne. But it could have been, it could have been, Oh, that's Bruce Wayne. Wow. So it could have been a multitude of yeah. things. I just, I just wrote it down just to see how the people felt. Um, next thing I wrote is the way Reeves is setting up the corruption is great. The police chief was so scared at what could at what could have been said. Oh, trying to blame Batman. This is after the funeral scene. Yeah. He was like he was he was just which fucking I, terrified. Yeah, I thought that was really great stuff too. Well, crazy that the Riddler just like let it ring that long and you know Bruce. Yeah, he was just back he's just pressing call call call. Dude was wilding. <laughs> and then Gil yeah, Colson, thought- man, he couldn't. He couldn't give up the rat, bro. Dude died. Dude went down with the fight. Yeah. It's more understandable now that I know who the rat is. Because At that point, I was still thinking that it was like, I was like, it's Penguin. It's probably Penguin. I don't know who I thought the rat was at that point. I, 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 did I think, I don't think I ever thought Penguin. Now. Yeah, I don't know who I thought it was the first time. I was, I really long, I was along for the mystery. Like, there were lots of, I did not know it was going to be. Falcone. Yeah, I, I, yeah. the Mr. Uh, the Falcone thing got me. I will say that the first time I watched it, I did not expect Falcone to be the right. Now it did make total sense. Of yeah, course it did. but for like sure. at the time, I was rolling with it. Like when it got when they got the penguin, I was like, all right, yeah, I think that could be it. But I also had my my doubts. Yeah, same. Okay, so then after that, but that funeral scene, great him explosion shit. People are saying the mayor's kid could be Robin. I don't think so. I think Matt Reeves is definitely gonna send him to a circus if he's going to do it. I, I just, just the way yeah, Matt Reeves does I think, everything. I, mean, I don't think that they're going to do anything like that, but you know, that, I could see something like that playing out. I feel like the kid was or... just a representation of Bruce with the orphan thing, just pounding that in. Yeah. And I think he was also supposed to be meant for something at the end when he's the first person to go to him. 
because like yeah. he he understands him in a sense which yeah. you know of course he doesn't really but i feel like that he needs he needed that to be like the spark of like this new gotham acceptance but yeah i really like that scene um but he should have died oh who, who batman batman when he fell into the thing no when he took a Oh, the bomb. Yeah, I was like, wow. I was like, Riddler bombs must not be packing too much heat. That's how I knew Alfred was alive. I was like, well, shit. If Batman tanked the bomb and Alfred could kind of throw it and jump, I I knew Alfred was alive. I was like, Riddler bombs are kind of weak, bro. His his bomb's just like a little C4. Nothing too crazy. Nothing too too crazy. But the next thing I wrote, the escape from GCPD was great. Seeing Batman scared to jump was great because it's still early. It was his first and, time and doing that. Wreck was great. Yep, because you never see that. You never see him mess up. It was his first time doing low that. Too. Yep, low tech, but I fucked with it. And I think yeah. he, he could build on that. Like he'll learn how to make the glider go and all that. Like I, I dug that. Love Jim Gordon telling him to punch him. Just shows the trust between them. And and I and love later. Him. Later he was like. You couldn't yeah. hold it. He was like, well, I did. I did, exactly. And then fucking, oh, another one of the best lines. So you're telling me he's moonlighting for the penguin? No, I'm telling you he's moonlighting as a cop. I was like, ah! Horse! <laughs> Let's keep it going! Yeah, that was great. <laughs> and that I love, really we good. didn't even talk about it. I love the Pattinson voice. Like, to yeah, me, like too. out of all fun. the live actions, I think he has the best voice out of all the live actions. Yeah, I mean, I think I think it's like not too strange. Like, I think Bale's issue is that he kind of made Get it to the trigger. Like, <laughs> Get to the trigger. Bale, I think like it's. I think Keaton did a good job with his voice because he was he was he just acted. himself. He yeah, was, he was natural. He was acting, and I feel like that's a good way to do it. And I think, you know, Kilmer in the same sense. Bale kind of the same way that Hardy made Bane's voice into like a caricature. Batman had a voice issue in the Dark Knight trilogy. That, that was a problem. Yep, it was. And now, and now even hearing this again, I'm like, oh yeah, that was that was a problem. That was, it was. yeah, no facts. I love the Batman voice, and like Affleck's voice wasn't bad, but he had the voice modulator, so it was like, yeah. okay, I get it. Zack Snyder's trying to be cutesy, but like I thought this was like Pattinson's voice. I thought it was perfect for for this movie and for Batman. It's not Kevin Conroy, but it was its own thing. All right, so after the escape from GCPD, I said the Penguin car chase, insane. His dialogue in there was great. The good cop, bad cop, uh, bad cop was dope. And that car chase, Penguin should have died, but it's okay. I'm, I'm, I'm buying it. No, I think like them confronting Penguin was really crazy and where he's like the, the line about speaking Spanish or whatever. Oh, yeah, Ellen Law. But even before then, Selena kicking that guy off and Batman's like, I got to do this, running down the building, going to save her. Great, great stuff. Jim Gordon, Jim, Jim capped somebody, even though Jim shouldn't have drove his car there because he had bigger guns than him. He was clowning. I, I just want to know how the Batmobile got there. That's another all we sure. No, the, the Catwoman kicking, kicking the guy downs later. That's not, that's no, not she going meets into up, the- She meets up with them because she's stealing his money. And oh, they get yeah. shot at. And yeah, then yeah, so Bruce yeah, gets yeah, shot yeah, up yeah, or whatever. And then yeah, that's yeah. when he like sneaks away to get to the car, which starting the car and revving that up, was great Big moment shock moment in the theater i could bet especially like, for you Ooh. with that shit but that love the batmobile scene worked really well dug it uh, all that shit was real none of that was cgi so i fucked with that car chase was real really very realistic i feel like it wasn't like 
you know, too crazy. It felt like you're watching a fast movie or like Death Race mm-hmm. or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Yep. No, I agree. And then the next thing I wrote is poor Alfred, man. Dude's getting blown up. The detective scene after where he lets everything out is great. Um, and then this is when you I find out. I missed that. Oh, you miss where Riddler lets everything out about the Waynes? Oh, no, I saw that. I, you know, because right after the car scene, I guess he and that's when he talks to Penguin, then he find, and then they do the rats a lot of thing, and they think it's Batman, gotcha. and then they go to the Wayne Manor, and that's when they go to the old Wayne Manor, and you start to they're starting to figure it out, and then Batman figures it out, and then he does the Batman thing to Gordon where he just disappears. Gordon's like, "Wait, where would he go?" And I oh, thought yeah. it was beautiful, and that's where he's driving back home to to tell Alfred, but then the lady answers, which. Is that lady on the on, on the payroll too? I want to know that the whole time. Does that lady know he's Batman? She, she got her, huh? She got her. I assume she does. Yeah, she was also very weird. Because <laughs> like she answered that phone, she's like, "Oh yeah, that already happened." Like, <laughs> and you're not distraught or like anything. <laughs> you wouldn't be like Bruce. Guess what fucking happened? Uh, Alfred's like, dying. Like, yeah, no, that type of thing. Yeah. For sure. But I, but like I said, she knew them Riddler bombs was weak. She knew Batman tanked that. She knew them Riddler bombs was weak. So, the, but the, the, the Arkham Wayne connection, wild, straight out of the Telltale video games, uh, Arkham's yeah. owning Arkham Asylum, all of that shit. Quarter Owl shit is in play through all of that. Definitely. Dug that. Also, I thought the, they were going to bring it in this movie. Could have, but I, I could see them holding it. Also, the, the, the Elliot reporter Changing Elliot to instead of a doctor, turning him into a reporter who the Waynes are trying to who had beef with the Waynes makes the the hush anger stronger and definitely uh, set up hush as well. Really even wrote his name out across the thing over it like crazy. So that connection was made. through. He wrote Hush's name across the Thomas Elliot uh, across the Thomas Wayne. Yeah. In the video. Yep, when he was explaining everything. And then, wow. so I, I wrote, Hush is coming, Quarter Owls could be coming, that shit, all that shit. And then I didn't write anything down until Selena Beans, Carmine's daughter, wild. But, I mean, in between Bruce finding out, like we said, we talked about that, that, that conversation he has with Alfred about the lie, and Alfred's like, no, your dad didn't do it. Do you think the Waynes did it? Do you think Alfred lied to Bruce again? Do you think he asked Carmine Falcone to kill, to kill that dude? Or do you think Carmine no, Falcone I see him being like, go take care of him, and then Carmine? Because like I, I under I buy the characterization of Carmine Falcone is like, oh, well, he, I owed him a favor, mm-hmm. and now I'm gonna take this and I'm gonna make him owe me a favor. Your favor, yeah. He might not have asked me to kill him, but that's what I think he meant. So no matter exactly. what happens, he's in my pocket. Fair enough. Exactly. Fair enough. Fair enough. If 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 we're to believe Thomas Wayne's a good man. I could buy that because then it makes because then it makes sense why he would get killed and why he yeah and why yeah why yeah fair enough yeah fair enough fair enough but it also makes sense if he's a bad dude why Sal Maroney would do it that's why Falcone's story is believable to Bruce yeah so it just depends on what you believe but I do believe what you're saying like and that's why Falcone said he's taking all his secrets to the grave he didn't care smart and then uh so then yeah Selena being Carmine's daughter was great. Seeing the fight, seeing him scratch him. Bruce's convo with Carmine was crazy. Oh, Alfred refruiting it even better. Bruce has no choice to believe Alfred, even if it's a lie. See, I even wrote that down. Because uh, that, that was something I thought. Like, he has no choice but to believe Alfred. It could be a lie. Yeah. It couldn't be. 
um good stuff with the carmine falcon thing where like selena's like let's kill him or whatever and he's like no yeah you can't go down that road shows batman's not killing can't can't waste your life away selena don't throw your life away she's like i got nine jumps off that thing to go get his ass uh carmine's line of what do you fear when fear isn't enough is huge because that's the thing that's a big thing that bruce faces uh when, when he asks him like what do you do when fear's not enough like do you kill and and Bruce has to believe that fear can be enough. It's like, if fear's not enough, you have to inspire. And that's what he learns at the end. And then, oh, I said they yeah. pulled the departed and made Falcone the rat. <laughs> I was like, when I found that out, I just made me think of fucking Jack Nicholson being an FBI informant in the departed. I was like, wow. Pulled I also departed. like the bit where, like, you know, Penguin should, I will Rightfully say, so! You know, rightfully so, he's pissed off. And, like, about to just shoot this dude in front of all the good cops in Gotham. I thought he, I, at, at first I was like, damn, Penguin did it. But I was like, nah, they're not sending him to jail. So then I was like, who did it? And then the step into the light thing made a lot of sense. I was like, all right, badass. Yeah, with, which was really cool, really interesting. Um, and then, yeah, I guess what they went it's after. The, it's the, it's the climax the after room. that. Yeah, they found the room. And yeah, and then Batman, that. well, they find the and room. That, then, they so. don't figure it out. And then Batman goes back. With that, with that cop who was from earlier finds the, no, no, well, no, no. that's late, even later. They so, like, find the room. Okay, no, they find the room, and then they the oh, a lady he, tells him he's yeah. he's yeah he's in he's the, the uh, he's at the diner chilling. He wants to get caught, and then he goes to Arkham Asylum. Says he wants to speak with Batman and Batman now, alone, and that's when Batman goes. Are, are we sure that that dude could spin his coffee to make it look like that <laughs> clean of a question mark? But Bar- Batista, uh, baristas. Starbucks baristas came out after the trailer when the trailer first dropped and said that no one, no barista really, not even the world's best barista would have had enough time to do all of that in that amount of time. And they said he was not good enough to do that. Like Starbucks baristas refuted this when the trailer first dropped. <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. That was a big RV share for me. <laughs> Took me out of the movie, if I'm being honest. <laughs> I just couldn't get over it. I was like, how the fuck did he do that? That's a superpower. Hey, that's the Riddler, man. The scene in Arkham was the best, like one of the best of the whole movie. Because that's when Batman... One of the best of the Batman era of Batman movies ever. That's where he goes confront Riddler. Paul Dano's on 10. Like, because it's so good because at first you really think Paul Dano knows that he's Bruce Wayne. But yes. by the end of it, you're like, oh, wait, he doesn't know he's Bruce Wayne. Yes, because... Like that whole conversation moves in just like this. Like you're like, oh, he knows he's Bruce Wayne. Because he goes, he goes in with the belief that he thinks he knows he's Bruce Wayne. Because if you remember, that's when he tells Jim, you're a good cop. Yes. Thank you for all you've done. He was ready to, he thought it was over for him. He thought it was done. Because he was because, like, I know who the Batman is, or like, I know who you are. Yep. And that's why when he walked in there. He was all solemn. But then when he heard Riddler say one thing that kind of flipped it, that's when he was like, nah, I'm gonna get on my aggressive shit. Nah, nigga, we not alike. Fuck you. <laughs> you don't know who I am. But before, he thought he was about to get outed. He definitely did. Yeah, I mean, he was he was listening. He was just waiting to see what he was gonna say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, all of it made a lot of sense. It played really great into the Riddler's characterization of, like, why he was doing the things that he was doing and, you know, making this iteration of the Riddler really nice well-written uh and very really different from character. Heath Ledger's Joker I think that's something that villains like Riddler will have any person who takes on a role 
that's like Riddler or Joker. That's well, Riddler, I guess, is the only other character that would be like this, but yeah. that you don't copy Heath Ledger. And Paul Dano yeah. did not. He was his own thing. One hundred. Well, I mean that, and I think like being the Riddler and not the Joker is definitely its own. It helps. Yeah, it, it helps because I mean there really was he had he there was no blueprint for him. There was like you don't don't be Jim Carrey. And yeah. understand the essence of what the character is, but still be a menacing serial killer. Yep. And it worked. It worked so well. And then we just telling them like, oh, I thought, oh, I, I, I gave you more credit than what, what you deserve. You're not smarter than me. He's like, I thought you'd have figured it out by now. And then Batman's like, but I mean, oh. it's also a realization that Bruce is like, oh, so like the things that the way that I'm going about my career as Batman is wrong. Makes people think like make, makes people like the Riddler think that I'm like them. And that I, I, I'm striving to get the same goal that they're trying to get to, which is not what I'm trying to do. And that's why he has I, to get over that vengeance shit. And it's like, it's time to put that shit behind it. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's just the huge flip of the movie where you kind of, he kind of learns that what he, the way, the way that he's trying to Batman is not working. Yep. And then after that, it's, it's into the big third act, which some people say they didn't like, I didn't mind it. I thought it was like, I didn't think it was a bad third some, be, I, some people were just saying where like the main po- plot of the movie was to catch the Riddler. You could have just ended it there. I, I get that. I get that. But then you don't get the Batman redemption. You don't get the full fleshed out of, of Batman going from vengeance to Batman. And Riddler, you have to think that Riddler's won. Like, and Riddler did win. Like, he didn't kill everybody, but he did win. This is supposed to be seen as a moral victory for Batman. Because, yes, he saved everybody, but Riddler created no man, no man's land in the sense of flooding Gotham and making it cut off from all services. Uh, bro, that's straight out the comics. Like, that's Arkham City and straight out the comics. The fact that the fact that Matt Reeves, we all thought he was doing Quarter Owls, Hush. The fact that he made his ending of his movie No Man's Land, he could even do the No Man's Land comic for the next movie where Gotham is cut off from everything. But Or he, could, he couldn't. Oh, that could be in the TV show. Like, it's very interesting how he ended it, but the third act wasn't, it wasn't bad. I like seeing, you had to give Batman a fight in the movie. You just had to. And you can't yeah. fight Riddler. And I think it's smart if you can't fight Riddler, make Riddler a Twitch streamer and fight his followers. Yeah. Because I, yeah, if Batman... Like we said, like we said if, before, I thought that, that stuff was really good and that the people showed up for him. It shows the and dichotomy was, of Bruce and, 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 and Riddler, how they're so similar. Batman inspired he Riddler. No, he wasn't. He no, wasn't. he wasn't. No, nah, that was somebody else. Batman inspired Riddler and Riddler inspired all these people. It shows how they're two sides of the same coin and Batman had to beat him. And it was it was dope. It, he beat all of them. Also, got to talk about it because I think when he stabbed himself, Venom toxin, bro. That was Bane shit. That was a that was a Bane Easter egg. Maybe he got up. That, mad. that was definitely what it was. I thought that was just adrenaline. I thought it was him he got up because he's low tech. I, I'm with you on it. If it was see, though, I was with you with adrenaline. The only thing is he got up so mad and full of rage. He was raged out. That's the only reason why I think it's Venom. Possible. Or like the very, very beginnings of it. Yeah, like the beginnings of it. Like Wayne, like maybe Wayne Enterprises is like making that stuff. And then like because of this, he's like, oh, we need to discontinue it. And then someone else gets their hands on it. That type of thing. I can see that happening, and which leads to Bane. Yeah. No, I mean, I disagree with people about the third act because like I feel like a lot of that... Because, you know, the ending we get is what you need and, you know, really just pulls everything together. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that end fight stuff was crazy with him, you know, punching out all those 
Twitch followers. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> saving Catwoman. Catwoman saving him. Catwoman saving him. Yeah, facts. And then him saving the mayor, all of that, cutting, taking the thing out, which which the creative team of that says that's a prototype battering, which he will be using later on. He has yeah. to figure out how to make it collapsible, but that, that knife he used to cut is what will become a battering prototype situation. So fucked with that. Good little Easter egg. And then, of course, Barry Keown, because it's Keown, it's not Keogan, it's Keown. Barry Keown is Joker, man. Yeah, I mean, we knew that going in. I thought that scene was fine there. I would have actually have liked that to be an end credit because it would have given us an end credit scene. But he said he didn't want to do it as that because he didn't want to make it to where it's the promise that Joker's the next villain. I guess that's fair. And, and I, honestly, I would have rather him put the other scene in there. Because there's a deleted scene where Batman earlier in the movie w- went to Arkham and he actually talks to him Silence of the Lamb style. Wow. I would have preferred that to what we got. Well, I'm wondering if that's going to be on the DVD release. I think um, that's what's about to Okay, so Joker, if you went to the way, if you stayed till the end credits all the way, when Riddler says goodbye, he puts the website rattelalotta.com at the end and that's how the movie ends. If you go to that, and you do everything, it's, it gives you a reward which tells you there's more coming. Uh, if you think this is just the end, this is just the beginning, wait on it. And then it has loading 28%. Well, that's what it was last time I checked. So it's been loading every day. And I think when it finished loading, I think it's going to be that scene. Gotcha. Because that would be interesting to see because that would kind of set the tone for what... Because Matt Reeves said he's releasing it. Like, he in interviews this week and he said he's releasing it. Also, he said that the GCPD show is now an Arkham show because I think I think truly he realized that you cannot do a GCPD show after this movie without one Jeffrey Wright and without two Batman. You can't. It doesn't work. Yeah. But you can yeah. do an Arkham show with everyone in Arkham and have like the last cameo at the end Riddler. And if you want them to escape, you can have them escape from there. Well, I also think you can approach Arkham a show in a way that really can like be on its own without really affecting the Batman. Batman, Yep. Imagine Peacemaker in that world. I'm not saying like Peacemaker, the character, but I'm saying like you could do your C D list. Batman you put whoever you in want in there and then you could have it. If you want, joker to escape that's where you make him escape at in that show yeah yeah so and, and i'm then saying they, like i'm saying like i wouldn't headline that show with barry keown and no 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 no. they got to be the justice league cameos at the end yeah facts no or 100%. like there's an episode or like the an or they have one episode, episode yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah we're getting joker out or whatever yep but the show that's gonna come before then is penguin because at the end we see penguin looking over and he's about to get his rise to being the lead mob now, boss of of uh and they say they're making that soprano style which i fuck with now if you were gonna do arkham show and you were gonna include the joker in there for certain episodes would you make a new harley quinn i would oh, you- oh shit Oh, shit. Is Margot Robbie supposed to be rolling with a student now? Fuck no. Fuck no. Like, after seeing this movie, they're not going to connect this ever. So, yeah, cast Sydney Sweeney, too. I saw somebody say that. Bro, why not? I think she'd be perfect. (laughs) Yeah, I think she could do it, too. Oh, shit. Because, yeah, you're going to have to... Okay, and see, 
this is where we get into talking about, we'll rate the movie in a little bit. We'll talk about that type of shit after. But this is the shit that I've been waiting to talk to Shuba about. If they're doing an Arkham show, you raise a good point because I didn't think Harley Quinn, but on that same token, who's leading this Arkham? Is it Hugo Strange? And if Hugo Strange is in this show, he's going to fight Batman at some point. Well, that's what I'm thinking. Like, if you're going to do an Arkham lead up, I think that that's going to play a role in something related to Batman later. Third movie, think, like, maybe not second. It depends on how many movies you want to do. Like, I wish like they would commit to being like, okay, we're going to I wish they could commit to four. Like, really, four would be the perfect number. The second movie, like a- if you do Freeze or whoever you want to do, Freeze, Hush, whatever. Third movie, Quarter of Hours or Joker. And then fourth movie, the Arkham Asylum, like Hugo Strange movie. Yeah. Or you want to do Hugo Strange 3 and the Joker, something like that. Something like that, yeah, fair enough. Where, yeah, if Hugo Strange is 3 and then they break out after that, I, it, whatever, whatever. Or I'm Joker could be a part of the Hugo Strange thing. Yeah. Joker is either gotten a partnership with Hugo Strange or let's say Hugo Strange doesn't own it and Joker has taken over the asylum, isn't that? Arkham Asylum? That is, yeah. Hugo Strange is, is in control at first, but then Joker takes control after. Yeah, I think that would be a good way to bring Joker in and attach it to the asylum and also not have to worry about Joker doing other things that Joker's done before. It's be an entirely new thing that he's done. Yeah, true. And you can make it horrified like Joker's Funhouse. Mm-hmm. I could be with that. Oh, But I'm saying for the next movie, I need this movie to me was the perfect Batman mental match movie. I need a physical match for the next one. He got to fight somebody. He has to have someone that's a physical and mental match now, for the next one. You mentioned early on, where would you start to tie in a Dick Grayson? I, I, I think you could do the next movie. I, I think, think you, you introduce know. him in the, in the beginning of the movie. And by like the end of it, yeah, man, you like introduce him at the beginning of the movie. And at the end of the movie, he starts his training to become Robin. Or you give him yes. a Robin suit at the end of the movie. Yes. That's he what, doesn't fight in the big fight. No, he doesn't fight in it. He doesn't, doesn't do shit. He just starts his training, gets his suit. And it's like, he's like. And, and like for the third movie, that's when he really starts to fight. And you can do a time skip if you want. Yeah. So I mean, that one will be, you know, so long down the line where Robert, Robert will obviously we'll be a little older. older so. Yep. So I, I could rock with bringing Dick, Dick Grayson into the next movie. I want to bring in Harvey Dent into the next movie, but you do not change him. You do not fucking change him until whatever's the last movie. You don't change him until then. You make you build that because that's how you differentiate it from fucking uh, from Nolan's. You play on the fact that Bruce Harvey was Bruce's only friend outside of Jim and Alfred. And if you build it multiple movies, then it makes the turn even more better. Exactly. You, yeah. And you give it to John David Washington. That's who I wanted to cat give it to. Mm. Give it yeah. to John David. And I wanted to make Hush Adam Driver. Physical, yeah. mental match for Rob, someone that could be equal. But at this point, if Hush is the journalist, is what you're saying? Hush is the, the Hush is the son of the journalist. Oh, the son of the journalist. Okay. Hush is the son who was in the comics. He's Batman's friend, and that's and that's what makes the turn even better. I don't know if you could make this journalist. Um, Batman. Yeah, I remember that. But yeah. I'm saying like, but yeah, no. Hush is the son of the journalist, Tommy Elliot. Yeah. His dad was like something. Yeah, Tommy, so. I would love for, for Ed, Adam Driver to be Hush or Adam Driver to be Talon. Adam Driver is also a good, good thing for Two-Face, but I just like the chemistry between John David and Robert Pattinson. Yeah. Now, Daniel Radcliffe, 
I would love his Mad Hatter. Yes. Make him a serial killer, crazy serial killer. Yeah, I think that's the that's the one. That, that's probably it. I you know I can't think of anything else now. Maybe Scarecrow if you want to do a, a different kind of Scarecrow. Yeah, Scarecrow is the one that people have been saying that they're like, oh, I wanted him to read because it's so realistic. Where it's like, I can. There's other ones I would want Reeves to do before Scarecrow. Well, I think I think Scarecrow could be a character in your Arkham show. Yeah, true. You can have him start off as a psychiatrist. Yeah. Now, if you're doing Mr. Freeze, Brian Cranston, maybe Giancarlo Esposito, maybe. Yeah. Doesn't have to be a big guy. That's what they need to get out of. Like, you know. Yeah, Mr. Freeze, you want someone who's an actor. You want someone you want someone who can convey the emotion of you feel sorry for this dude because all he's trying to do is save his wife. You need someone who can who can convince you of that. What about Michael Shannon? Ooh, does Michael Shannon want to double dip into DC? That's the thing. What's he doing now? Well, he was odd and before. That's what I'm saying. Just oh, does he want yeah. to be in. So, okay. Michael Shannon's not I'm a bad call. That's better. He's not a bad call. I, I like him. I like Prance and I like Esposito. I'm trying to Prance think of some good. others uh, who could pull off Freeze. Has to be someone of that stature, though. Has to. It has to be. And to make it credible. Off, off. Off-brand, off-brand villain that never got a thing. Professor Pig, Jesse Plemons. Oh, God. Jesse Plemons is Professor Pig. I would love it. It, Serial killer. Great one. I know. He was on Gotham. Great one. Terrible portrayal. (laughs) Yeah, Gotham. But I'm just trying to figure a way to get Jesse Plemons in this. But also, now that we've seen this, I'm glad Jonah Hill is not Penguin. I am so glad. Like, he couldn't have pulled that off. Oh, yeah. He could not have pulled that off. And and the Penguin show, that's going to be great. Yeah, that will be. Colin Farrell did his thing. If, okay. Yeah. Wait, hold on. Okay. So, yeah, I had to take a poop break real quick. But now that, now that I'm back, before we do final scores and I ask you about who is your favorite and that type of stuff, I just had an idea of a way to do a way to do Hush, but make it to where you can show multiple villains. You take the Arkham, because Hush is a mastermind, you take the Arkham Origins thing, instead of having it be Black Mask who hired all the people, have it be Hush. Hush hires different assassins from the Batverse, and you can have Zaz. a death stroke. You can have Zaz. You could have all the different Professor Pig. You could do Killer Moth. You could do, like, Killer Croc, Mad Hatter, Mad Hatter Calendar, whichever ones you want to do, Clayface. You could do whoever. I think Matt Reeves taking Clayface would be interesting because you can ground that. Like, I yeah. just want to see the different ones. I just need Batman to have a physical fight, though, next. I swear that's just all I need, because he was a mental with this one. What if he did the tr- a true Bane mm-hmm. with Ivy? I was thinking that. I was thinking that. Uh, a true Bane, like from the comics? That yeah. would be good. That would be really good. That would be, like, legitimate someone who's, who matches Batman both mentally and physically. But at that point, I would just ask, why can't we do Deathstroke? Because that's the same thing. Like, if you want to do realistic yeah. Bane, that's the same thing. And, and someone would say, why not just do Hush then? Because you set it up, because Hush is just as trained as both of them. Same thing with that's Talon. Because the Court of Owls, even though the Court of Owls is the, the villains, they have a fighter. They have a champion, which is Talon. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, I can see either that way. Case. But that that's the future stuff. I do think we'll see Joker at some point, and you know, I'm interested in where they go from here. But what, what would you rate it out of ten? Which you giving it? Nine five. Nine, yeah, six. I was about to say it's not getting under. It's not getting under a nine for me. It's damn near a perfect movie in my opinion. Perfect Batman movie for sure. Yeah, I'm giving it a nine seven. Nine, seven, nine, eight. Hi, hi, hi. Just don't want to give it a 10 yet because I want to, let's see how time passes. How we view this movie in a couple of years. Who's your favorite character? Actor-wise, who do you think killed it the most? Uh, who do I think killed it the most acting? Uh, probably Mr. Kravitz and Colin Farrell, if I'm not speaking on like Pattinson. Okay, if it's not Pattinson, oh man, Jeffrey Wright's not getting any love, but he was incredible. Like I don't see anybody mentioning Jeffrey Wright, but he was fucking incredible. Definitely Colin Farrell, definitely. And I think I want to say Jeffrey Wright, but like honestly, John Turturro's like a look, like a like a a dark horse for me. Like he killed it. Yeah, I think he overcame his stigma of who he is in other movies. The Transformers guy, he showed he was the dude that was in the Coens Brothers movies. He showed why, why Matt Reeves casted him. Like, that's the thing that I hope Matt Reeves continues, which I think he will. Like, if you're, if you're a big Hollywood actor, not, well, no, I take that back. If you're an actor who can act really well, who's like in indies, but want to come into the mid, the majors, or is someone who is a major at Hollywood actor, but doesn't like to normally do blockbusters, this is the franchise for you. Yeah, or like if you want to get into the superhero money, but don't want you don't want to do Marvel or a yeah. typical DC film. Yeah, this is the one for you. Like for sure, for sure, for sure. Like I'm trying to think. Like you could get some great actors in this man. Like some of the best. Like Timothy could be in this. And I know people thinking Robin, he but like he could. Like yeah, he could be Robin, but he'd be old. He'd be yeah, old. he exactly. So I. I I don't know, but I'm in it. I'm in it all the way. Uh, best comic book movie of the past five years. Is it? I think it is for sure. I'm giving it to it. Individually, yeah. Yeah, for sure individually. There's not a solo. Like, that's the thing. There's no solo movie that can compete with this movie. Like, the only thing that people can tell me is Infinity War and Endgame. And I'm like, that's spectacle. As a movie, this is a better movie. Yeah. Like, the spectacle of Infinity War... I guess you can say it's better than the Batman. But to me, as a comic book fan, the spectacle of actually getting a Batman detective is huge. And, the, and you, you, can, you can point that out to the box office. It killed in the box office this weekend. Had huge numbers. It's going to crack a billy. Yeah, I mean, I went at 1 o'clock on a Saturday, and I mean, it was not full by any means, but it means more than I've seen at a... It was packed on the fan post, viewing... Post it was the pack during the fan viewing I went to on Tuesday, and it was packed Thursday at 10 o'clock when I went at night, the last showing. And it was sold out all day Thursday in Lafayette. Makes sense. Like, people wanted to see this movie. I'm glad people saw this movie. Living in a post-Batman world, I don't know what to do with myself now. I need the sequels. I need the TV shows. But right now, it's going to be hard for Marvel to win the year, in my opinion. Because Peacemaker and Batman are going to be hard to beat. Yeah, really, it's all leaning on Doctor Strange's shoulders. But I mean, even that has to lean on spectacle. 
Like there's no single singular story that Marvel is going to tell. It's going to be better than Peacemaker. Maybe Moon Knight for Peacemaker. That's a good point. I did forget about Moon Knight. And, and it, still, like, I just feel like that's just not going to be as dark as they want to be. Yeah, true. As, especially after seeing Batman and Peacemaker. Yeah. Like, Moon Knight's supposed to be a dark character, and I don't think they're going that dark. Like, is, is, Disney, is Disney Plus getting to their over 18th content before or after that comes out? Probably after. So. I mean, they could shock us, and we could see, but, like, yeah, man. Like, you can't compare this movie to, to the Marvel movies. This movie's cinema. Like, this is this is, like... This was seven. This was everything we loved about film, everything we wanted from a Batman movie. Well, Memories gave and, it to us. And I guess, you know, Marvel fans will be yelling at you, but like this, it's an outlier in a sense. And I'm like, well, I'll agree with you. I mean, it's better than the current DC movies we've been getting too. But I mean, it's just because of the brilliance that Matt Reeves put together. I mean, and, like, and I'm, his I'm love for it. Like you, we can't underestimate like the fact is he is a Batman fan and you could see it. Through and through and through. The only thing that I would say, the, the next Batman fan, I hope, who takes it, who's a creator, I hope their vision somehow allows us to get the detective, but not... And when I say this, this isn't a shot at this, but I saw someone pitch that, yes, there's dark detective Batman, but what about the light stories where you get the whole family involved? That's the only next step for Batman that I, that I can see, is like truly establishing... All the Robins, getting us to Nightwing, getting us to, to Red Hood. Like, that's the only feat that I can see is left in telling Batman for, stories. For the, for the Batman stories. And it's not going to be told in this. No, I'm no, fuck no. Right yeah, no, it's fuck not, no. It's not going to be told in this. And, you know, I think like what DC Universe and HBO is trying to set up, you could possible. possibly get to that. It just depends. But they got they just have to muddle up. Flash, Flash has to be good, I mean, bro. Flash, Flash has to be good. Like, this is like, the only I, way and honestly, everything. I am okay. I am okay now knowing that the Bat Universe will stand on its own because Matt Reeves says he has no plans for Superman right now, but he would definitely introduce... I would love to see the Superman in Robert Pattinson's Batman. Love to see it. Would love to see... It. Like, what I'm saying is, if they do anything, it's going to be Matt Reeves' style. It would not be anything to connect with DCU. And I'm okay with that. Like, if the DCU sucks from now on, I got the Battinson verse, baby. I got the Battinson verse. And well, we, we got know the James. It, we know it doesn't really suck because we got no, James, James Gunn. Gunn. That's why I say we got the James Gunn shit too. And Black Adam's good too. Yeah. So that's the thing. That's the next thing I'm excited for is Black Adam. Yeah. I'm excited for Black Adam. I'm still excited for Flash. It's just, yeah, it's still excited so for Flash. Now. Yeah, no, it's super, super important. But living in a post-Batman uh, world, it's a good world. It is a good world. Now, and, you know, I guess the one conversation we haven't had before we get out of here is where does it stand on the, the Batman lists and, you know, and, and all that. But, I mean, you did say that it was the best Batman story. I could probably agree with that. It's probably... I mean, besides uh, Mask of the Phantasm, like if we're talking like yeah. live action, it's the best Batman story. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I is he the best I Batman? Think, yeah, he is. Yeah, I'm not even, we're not even doing that. Yeah, I guess he probably is, honestly. Bale's the mean, best like, Bruce Wayne, though. I'll give Bale that. Sure. Some people might even say I mean, Michael Keaton's a better Bruce Wayne than him. I, I think Bruce Wayne is better than Bale in the get. Give me one that's not Clooney. Because mm. I mean, yeah, I, you know, 
That's that's the only thing I really like about the Val Kilmer movie is that is Bruce Wayne. Yeah, I do like Kilmer and Keaton's Bruce Wayne. I do. That's what I'm interested to see Pattinson do next. I'm interested to see what his Bruce Wayne is. In this iteration, I guess. Yeah. Because now he is, and he now he has the understanding of the Bruce Wayne of some of the other ones, where like now he's like, I have to be billionaire philanthropist. Yeah, I got to be a billionaire because philanthropist because and- because Gotham needs that. But I, I also have to, have to be the Batman. I have to fight the corruption with my money and with my fists. Yeah. Yep. So would you say, okay, so best Batman story check. He is the best Batman. Is this movie better than Dark Knight? Or is it too early? To, I, I think it's too I, early I to say. I think it's too early to say, but I definitely think that it's right there. Like, if, yeah. You know, if, like, there's no doubt now that if there's three essential Batman, main movies it's the first keaton movie it's this and it's it's dark Dark night yeah for sure and honestly if matt reeves nails it this could be this this is this has potential to break a lot of things it has potential to to break the best trilogy ever if it if it's successful We're, we're it's a it's far away from that but that's like in the back 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 of everybody's mind best trilogy ever it has a chance to beat dark knight with the second movie and like bro it, honestly all three of these movies could be when you say what's the most influential batman stories it could be one two and three of this probably yeah if if I mean, the I stories think, are great yeah i think like the most important story of batman to tell is what the story that we got in the animated series in live action like mm-hmm. you know we don't need to get to tim drake we we don't we don't need to get to tim drake but we need to get almost as far as that yeah and we then can- end it yeah, fair. I'm with you on like that. We need, we need, we, in the fourth movie, we need Batman and Robin fighting together. Yeah, we definitely do. We definitely do in this 100%. I agree with that. This whole, we didn't talk about this, but this is also the best Gotham. Like, this Gotham yes. felt alive. Like, this Gotham had, it didn't feel like, like, it didn't oh. feel like a carbon copy of something else. Like, you got, it was obviously New York. Mm-hmm. It showed Times Square, it showed Madison. But Square. it had London stuff in it, it had Glasgow stuff in it, it had all kinds mm-hmm. of, it felt, it was its own city. It looked like the video game Gotham from Arkham City more than anything. And the thing that I liked about it is the fact that, yeah, Riddler's there, but Penguin's still doing stuff. Catwoman's still doing stuff. Like in, in Nolan's thing, it's like, oh, the Joker's the only one moving. Or, oh, Falcon or Two-Face is moving. Oh, it's just Bane. Like in all these other movies, it was what the villain did and how that affected Gotham. No, this is Gotham is affecting the villains, which is thus infecting Batman. Yes, it's always well, always moving, ever changing. Even when something is happening, something else is also right. happening, that's and that's why the, that's why these side the shows can work because you don't necessarily need Batman for these shows because Gotham is its own character. Yeah. So I'm look, Batman killed it, man. It killed it. What do you think we get first? I think we get Penguin first. The series. Yeah. Yeah. Do you I think? think we, I think that I think that's been filmed there not done yet but i think like they're doing it now i think we get penguin before we get i think it goes penguin movie to arkham i hope so i i hope so too i hope it's not penguin arkham movie too Uh, yeah but if it is unless arkham yeah yeah yeah. unless arkham is leading yeah that's i feel like penguin's a leader i feel penguin's just like Penguin's gonna be crime boss so now penguin's gonna be a, a player yeah, and he's not gonna be the big villain, but, like, but he's gonna affect the world. Yeah, he's fair gonna, enough. He's gonna affect things. Like, there's that's gonna be a part of it. That's why I think Penguin is definitely first. Man, it's gonna be interesting. 
So that'd be interesting. I can see Arkham being first, but I don't want it to be. I don't want it to be before the second movie. Like I can see Penguin going for two seasons and being in between the movies and like between you know, movie Penguin two and three. Yeah, well, season one and, is between and, this and movie. Penguin plays roles in the second movie, but you're like, you obviously like, well, Penguin's not gonna be the main bad guy because he's got his show going on, and and they're probably gonna find a way to make him endearable, so like uh, people are not gonna want, are, and they're gonna they're gonna want him. So then you get in the second season, and I feel like that's when like you have a big finale. He, becomes, when... he either bites it, yeah, in the finale in a non-Batman way. Or you bring Batman in and arrest his ass and get Pattinson yeah. on from and, one show. And he goes to Arkham. Yeah. And now he's in Arkham. Yep. And then, yeah, there in the go. show. Yeah, fair enough. Ooh, I'm excited, man. Matt Reeves, you did, he did it. Like, kudos to him. Matt Reeves is now in that lexicon of directors for me. Like, Planet of the Apes did, like, a successful two Planet of the Apes movie. Let me in his first and now this. Matt Reeves has to be talked about. And to me, Robert Pattinson sits atop the best actor list right now. He does. He well, does. I mean, I don't know if he's done best, enough. Best young actors that you know what I'm talking about are at like the best active. Well, active I mean, like actors. I think like out of out of active actors, I still think that he's probably behind John David Washington at right. Like, well, I mean, like they're the ones who are going to be getting those roles right now. I don't think that he's because like each of them have something. Even though I, you I know, I love JD Dubs. I got I gotta put JD Dub second. I gotta I gotta put him second. Pattinson is hidden right now, man. He hit like tenant Batman. JD Dub. See if JD Dub's Beckett would have hit, I, I could I could be with you, but Beckett didn't hit. That was also a Netflix movie. Like Daniel, I, 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 one could argue Daniel Kaluuya should be above JD Dubs. Yeah, he could. He and like could. and Adam Driver better come out with a movie soon because he's losing his spot too. Yeah, what is he doing? Who knows? Someone call his agent. That's what I'm saying. He's the same agent as Ryan Gosling. We need to get him in the back. (laughs) But that's pretty much everything. What if they do all have the same agent? Oh, my goodness. That's crazy. That's why if if we could get Driver in this Badminton universe and JD Dubs, I'd be a happy man. Yeah, I guess, like, the one final thing is, like, I have the big actors. Like, who, who could, I mean... You can get it pretty much anybody that's not in Marvel, right? Yeah. And like you could get people that like you wouldn't normally expect. Like you could get big people. Cause Reeves has shown that with this. Well, because the people in here are big. Mm-hmm. Rabbits. Exactly. So like it uh, Pattinson. I would hold on. I'm about to I'm about to look up which actor. Like obviously Denzel would never do some shit like this, but like JD dubs fucking uh my man uh driver does brad pitt do this, one of these movies well that i wouldn't say in him but i was like does gosling do one gosling would be great god but i mean like i feel like he would have to be like a hero that came to town like i don't think he could be a villain i like, guess the thing with the batman versus like we're, we're we're having to cast either a young person to be robin or villains or villains yeah or, or if you bring in a, like, you see, I know Matt Reeves says he wouldn't do a Superman, but a Green Arrow could work in this universe. I, that would be awesome. That would be hard. Also, do you think Ra's al Ghul could work in this universe? I, I don't think he ever does it, but, like, could it? Because, yes. like, there is a Batman novel that says Bruce was training all around the world. That's the pre- That's a prequel to this movie. So he did go train martial arts with everybody. He didn't just learn it out of osmosis. Obviously, yeah. 
I mean, I, I still think that that's part of his backstory. We just don't know. Yeah. Ooh, well, it's in that book, which is out, but you know, yeah. people ain't reading that book. Yeah, I don't know, man. Interesting. That's that's all that's my that's everything I got on the Batman, but it definitely lived up. I'm not ready to say it's it, it's better than the Dark Knight. I'm not ready to say it's the best comic book movie of all time, but it it one hundred percent is in that conversation. When, when we redo our top five, it's in there. It has to be. Has to be. Yeah. Like it's up there with Scott Pilgrim, Dark Knight, uh fucking Spider-Verse. Road well, yeah, to I, mean, I, think, I think I had like one of the Spider-Man Marvels in the top five. It's I out. Thought. It's out. Like I in my top five, I had Logan and Road to Perdition. One of them is out. Yeah. Because into the Spider-Verse isn't moving. To me, that's the quintessential Spider-Man movie. Yeah. This the, is the quintessential Batman. Movie. And that's what I'm saying. And this the is Dark Knight is just a masterpiece. Yeah, exactly. Those three aren't moving, and Scott Pilgrim is the indie that I love. So like mm-hmm. Yeah, like, so, it, it's crazy, crazy. Yeah. But uh, that wraps up everything here from the Bros Who Think, or sorry, Bros Who Binge show. Let, let us know what's going on with the Bros Who Think. The Bros Who Think podcast will be back this week with interview with Chase and Cash. Big interview. Just couldn't drop it last week. Then drop it this week. Anime talk will be back this week. Uh, One Piece manga reviews will be back this week. A lot of stuff dropping. So y'all be on the lookout for that. Also, the Run It Back will be out this week too. We didn't drop it last week. It'll be out this week. And yeah, y'all make sure y'all check all of that shit out. And yeah, that's about it. All right. Uh, yeah. Miss being on Run It Back. Can't wait to. We'll wait for uh, with me. I was I was thinking it's time to do Dark Knight on Run It Back now with the Batman because Ian watched Batman. He loved it. So we'll wait for when you when you're back on to do the Dark Knight. That's a good call. We probably probably should do that. Um, but yeah, so that wraps up everything with this episode of the Bros of Binge Podcast. So glad that we are in a post-Batman world. And um, we are excited to get to talking about the Lakers next week. Yeah, thanks. And Diabolical. Uh, and Diabolical. So I hope everyone enjoyed Batman. Uh, obviously, you watched it if you got to the end of this podcast. And um, I hope you all have a great week and catch those those shows because we can't wait to talk about them next week. So have a great week. And as always, keep binging.